the uh, membership has selected Jacksonville as the 30th NFL club. It is Monday, September 30th. This is Jaguars Happy Hour. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented by Jet Home Loans. And now, with 138 left, it's time for some Shadrick magic with J.P. Shadrick. I will do my best, but I don't know if I could match yesterday. Minshew magic. So we're only doing a minute 38 show today? That's That'll it. Easy day. It See ya. Good night. Thanks for listening. Uh, welcome in Jaguars Happy Hour presented Bad. by Jet Home Loans, J.P. Shadrick, Tony Baselli, Pete Prisco. Jags win, Jags win, Jags win, Pete. What a hey, game. J.P., yes. J.P. already made magic. You know how? He How's made that? He voice almost go away. <laughs> As he coughs <laughs> into the microphone, yes. That's funny, Pete. We'll see. It's been a, a couple of days for Tony here. A lot of people like my voice, Pete. You're playing hurt, huh, Tony? Yeah, for uh, started Thursday night, and uh, my I, my voice was fine Thursday night, but I had a bunch of congestion, my throat hurt, just didn't feel good, and I uh, woke up Friday morning and could not talk. That's and, an awful feeling. It's and, a terrible feeling. And uh, got some antibiotics and some uh, steroids, the prednisone. Yeah, um, that's good. Yep. Good stuff. And, and then drank probably. 18 gallons of hot tea, honey, and lemon. And made it through yesterday's game. Fought through yesterday. It was, uh, it was, it was okay. I mean, I don't think it was – I didn't sound like myself, but it was fine, I think. And then I uh, woke up this morning a little better. It's starting to come around. I feel fine I now. Wonder, I, I was feel wondering fine. why I kept getting all these tweets from people saying, oh, my God, he doesn't sound like himself, which is a good thing for us today. I mean, all these people sending me tweets about you, Baselli. They said they weren't sure who that was in the booth. They were getting great, great analysis. The voice didn't sound the same. They didn't know who it was. That's funny. Who's Pete. the new analyst? That's not true, Pete, because I follow you on Twitter, and I saw none of those tweets to you. <laughs> <laughs> We've got plenty to get to in this program today. Of course, the Jags-Broncos recap after the Jaguars win in Denver. 26-24, a last-second field goal. Fournette ran wild in the game. We'll recap the running game. They were uh, criticized a little bit the last week, and they stood up and played well. Minshew rallied the offense when he needed to twice in that game. An AFC South update will go around the league as well. Minshew mag- magic at the end. The toughness, the grit, the guts, all of that came together. Gardner Minshew never really thought his team was out of it. You know, I think we just weren't going to freak out. You know, we, we were down – um, 11, I think. We got some points right before half. That was huge. Um, and we knew we were going to get the ball back and have a chance to go get right back in the game. You know, so I think that belief, never you know, doubting that we could be in it was huge. Yeah, and this is a team that if they give up a touchdown or a field goal before halftime there, if Ronnie Harrison doesn't get the interception, the Jags don't kick a field goal, they get a little bit of life going into halftime, and then the long drive after half really turned the game. That's where it turned. And then it turned again when they gave up another touchdown late. They had to, to drive down very late to, to get the touch, or the field goal to win. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, the, the last drive and what Minshew's doing is going to get all the – or most of the attention. And it was fabulous. And, but, and the Ronnie Harrison pick was huge, J.P. I think you're right. The turning point for me, though, was the first drive of the second half. Huge. I mean, that was the statement drive that basically announced how this game was going to go the rest of the way. And within that, you had a lot of interesting moments and guys making big plays. But the key to this game was the offensive line and Leonard Fournette. And then Rock Armstead also coming in. 
and running the ball well. And if they get that type of play out of the, you know, obviously you're not going to get two, 200 plus yards from Fournette every game. But if they get a productive run game with the way Minshew's playing, uh, they're going to be t- they're going to be a good team. They're going to compete for the division title, and it's remarkable what Gardner Minshew's been able to do. And the best way I can explain it for me personally is when the Broncos took the lead with a minute 38. If you'd asked me to bet, are the Jags going to go down and score and win, or not? I would have put a lot of money on that they were going to get it done because I believed. Like, the moment wasn't going to be too big for Minshew. Like, he was going to go move the ball and give us a chance to kick a field goal. Like, most teams in the NFL, if you have a capable quarterback and you have a minute 32 on the clock with three timeouts, <laughs> like, you're getting, you're getting a field goal yeah. more times than not. Yeah. And that's, this team has that guy now, and it has not had an individual that you felt confident at the end of the game if the ball was in his hand that you had a chance to win, and they do now. A couple things. Um, did you see my tweet, Tony? If, if uh, Nick Foles was ready to start this week, would he? And so, should he? Yeah, we were talking about that um, because I saw your tweet and I was talking about it with some of the guys before we uh, came on. And my answer is this. Right now, no. Foles will be the starter. And the question is, well, why? Look, what, it's Mitchie Mania. Look at what he's done. Absolutely, he's been fabulous. You spent $84 million on a guy because he was a Super Bowl champion, he's ba- played in big games, and he has a track record longer than three games of being a pr- productive quarterback in this league. And I, so I think you go back to Foles right now. The bigger question to me is in – Let's take the second part of the question, Baselli. Okay, go ahead. Should he? Should he? Should I, – I just told you what I would do. That's so, what you would do. Yeah. Would he? Would he? Oh, I don't know. What, the, well, what, what would the team do? Is that your question? Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah. I have no idea. It's a great question. I don't know. Now, the bigger question to me and the more interesting question, because I think this team's going to start stacking up some wins. Now, they, it's not as easy. Everyone's like, oh, look at the schedule. Carolina just beat Houston. Good and they're defense. a very good defense. And Kyle, they're better with Kyle Allen than Cam Newton because he sits in the pocket and he throws it. Uh, the the Saints, Saints have a very good defense. Sure. They just beat the Cowboys. Now, it was at home, and that's one of the hardest places to play. Uh, and so it's not going to be easy, but the next four games before the bye, right? We have, we have four games before the bye or five? I think it's yeah. four games. Four. You yeah. got the Jets and you got the Bengals that's after right. that. Jets four. and Bengals. Next four. So let's say he goes three and one, and now you're sitting at five and three. That's mm. the bigger question. What do you do at that point? Especially if you're five and three. With him averaging 225 a game, high efficiency as far as picks to interception ratio. He really has, should have zero picks if it didn't bounce off Leonard's face mask. And, he conti- and he's continued to make great decisions. Then that's a debate, and I'm not sure what I would do at that point. If he wins them all, there's no it's no. Oh, it's easy. It's a guarantee. He wins the next four, and they're 6-2. and two. They're leading the division. They'll be one of the best teams in the AFC. So of all the momentum, you're not going to make a quarterback change at that point. Yeah, there. I mean, look, it's a pleasant problem to have, right? Would you? But, would you? What would you do right now, Pete? If, if Nick Foles was ready today and could practice all week for Carolina, what would you do? I'd probably play Nick Foles. Yeah. 
But, but give it a month and see two, what happens. One yeah. more or two more of these, yeah. and, I, I, and my mind has changed. I agree with you. It's crazy. It's amazing just the, the last drive, everything that happened in that drive. He's hitting the leg. He's hitting the face. He fumbles the ball. He completes one for another play, and then he's throwing the ball down the field after that, basically on one leg, guys. I mean, this is this is stuff you don't see from a lot what of quarterbacks. What happened to that leg, by the way? They never said. Well, I don't think they've the team hasn't announced anything because yeah. they don't have to. And Gardner in his post game media said, "Oh, it's just football stuff. Don't worry about it." And apparently, did not have anything wrapped on it, according to Hayes Carline of Ten Ten XL. So. Uh, at least the early indications are. We'll find out Wednesday. Everything's okay. So. That's what right. we're going to find out. But then lo- it didn't look bad. Well, but then Bradley Chubb came at it back into the game and he tore his ACL. Right. Yeah. They announced that this afternoon. Bradley Chubb, Chubb tore his ACL. Yes. 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 When? That's why he came out late. Remember? He was yeah. jumping around. Yeah. That was it. Oh, no. How about that? That's a killer for now. Ooh. That other. back in the game. That's tough. Anyways, on that last drive you're talking about, well, Mitch, you got hurt when Todd Davis went low on him and hit him low. Should have been a roughing the passer. Mm-hmm. Then he got hit in the face by Vaughn Miller, yep. which that that could go either way. It seemed to me like a makeup call for the last one. I think it was a makeup call, too, because it was questionable. Really hit him in the neck area more mm-hmm. than the face. But the one before was a blatant, blatant right. low hit Todd Davis that you can't – you got to call. There was one earlier in the game where I think it was Chubb actually was kind of tripped as he dove well, that, into his he, leg. He but got, that's not a. That's, that's not because he got he was getting blocked that's through right. a defender right. and he went down. But, but on even this on game. this play right here, the one we just showed, where they get the personal foul on Miller, look at the poise on the kid. You know what I mean? He makes the throw. He gets hit. I mean, he, you know, it's the guy gets drops the ball, picks it up, and makes a throw. <laughs> no, he's it's amazing. He's remarkable. In a tight moment, I mean, they've got. You know, everything's too cool for him, you know, it seems like. The, my favorite play, though, of the whole game is the – I can't remember if it was the first or second touchdown drive where he made four defenders miss, scrambling in the pocket, and then throws the ball yeah, to – That was uh, an Armstead touchdown. To Armstead. That was the first yeah, drive. That was amazing. I mean – He held the ball literally for seven and a half seconds. We're showing seconds. it right now if you're watching on uh, – Seven and a half seconds Facebook he holds Live this or ball. Whoop, whoop. Right? It's I mean, amazing. it's like a it's like a video game. And his head stays up. That's the amazing thing about it. I saw a stat today, Tony, that said he's the first Jaguar quarterback to have a passer rating over ninety five and two hundred yards in four straight games ever. Is that possible? I don't know. I guess you know. I think he's the only one in the NFL this year that's done it. Yeah, it's that's pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Look, they got to be thrilled with what they have in him. I just don't know. I mean, he's got. Look, if he goes to Carolina against that defense that plays well this week, I, I think that makes the that'll make the decision. Okay, this is the game that makes the decision for me. Well, what do you expect? Though I expect them to play well. Why wouldn't I do, he? But what if he throws for two seventy two and and a pick and they win twenty one seventeen? Then what? Still pretty good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But does it, <laughs> does that change your mind on he should come out? Because right now we both probably think Foles comes back, he plays. One more win like that, Tony? Does he come out? Pete, it's a, you got to be careful not to get wrapped up in the emotion of what's going on right now because he's – and that's the danger. But, boy, it's hard because it's not just emotion. The numbers are there. He's producing. It's not like they're winning in spite of the quarterback position. They're winning because of what he's doing a lot of times. And so – 
like you said, Pete, I like it that it's it's a decision, it's a conversation we're having. It's better than the conversation that Nick, you can't, you're sitting here counting the days to get Nick Foles back, hoping you can hang on and have a chance to make a run late. The kid is made of contenders. That's right. Period. There's no other way to shake it up. He's made them contenders. He had a run game to help him out yesterday, at least oh, in the my. second half. They had 40 rushing yards at halftime and then turned it on on that drive right after the break with uh, what Fournette had 10 carries on that drive alone for 49 yards. And Who it was ended that up guy? 16 Who was yard, that guy? A 16-play touchdown drive. You know, it's the best I've seen Fournette run, number one. And to me, the reason was is because he ran like a big back. Instead of trying to be a, oh, a scat guy. black, finesse guy, always looking to hit the home run. Power backs hit the home run because they abuse you for the first 15 carries and the offensive line's leaning on you and you get tired of tackling him and you get tired of these guys leaning on you. That's what power backs do. In my opinion, up to this point of last year and this year, Leonard Fournette has been trying to play more finesse and like looking for the hole or looking for the home run all the time. And in the run game, how it should work from the standpoint of this, how this team is built and Leonard Fournette is your back. You should be trying to get two, three, four, two, three, five, like just pounding it early. And so, and what happens when you do that, the next thing you know, the twos and threes turns into fives and sevens. And then those fives and sevens turn into tens and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. When you're trying to get the ten right away, you end up getting minus one. And in this offense, especially when you have a quarterback playing as efficient as he is, second and eight, second and seven is not the worst. It's not winning on first down, but it's not terrible. Just don't be second and ten or second and twelve because you ran the ball. And that's he what they like did. A, he that, looked like that, a different back yesterday. That's he what they looked did. like he was the back that they drafted with the idea that, and you got a spot on, Tony, the power. Put your foot in the ground and go. Run over somebody. That's who he I is. Mean, he's not yeah. a make he's not a make you miss back. No. And in fact, even on that run, he, he almost ran over the guy instead of making a miss in the deep middle, the safety. Which is fine. Right. Okay. Did you think he, he got tired because he, he got he had that if he kept running to the pylon he had a touchdown that's right I he think. got tired well he I, now I will say on last week when he had that long one I asked him in the locker room this week he said yeah I was because he was on the field every snap of the game at that point well, and there, he was you're, just beat you're up. dealing with altitude there yeah, I mean, it's different up there I think too. you know the piano got you know got put on his back and all of a sudden he's looking around going oh <laughs> I'm hey, not Tony, making it we both have been critical of him no doubt critical both of us sure and i'm gonna get i'm gonna give him his due i'm gonna get that was a different guy out there on sunday not only that i and i'm not around the team as much as you guys are but i keep hearing things that he's one of the most changed players and focused players in that locker room now so i'll give him credit so i've not been critical of him this year about how he's handled himself off the field obviously we have we have in the past because rightfully so he's earned it yeah um I've always, and I stand by it, he's a power back. He's not a make-you-miss guy. This is not Fred Taylor we're talking about. And this year, and we talked about last week, the issues with the run game were a combination between him and the line. The line needed to play better, and they did. But he needed to be who he is, and that's a power guy. 
Just put your foot in the ground and go pound people. And when he did it yesterday, he was decisive. He was explosive. There was no pitter-patting at the line of scrimmage, Mm -hmm. like waiting and trying to figure out where to go and trying to hit the home run. And because of that, his natural God-given talent, and he's an immensely talented guy, came out and he could be it, who he was and who he is. And what that is is a guy that can really deliver big games for you and can be a guy who will get you three, get you four, get you five, and help you stay ahead of the chains, be an efficient offense, and take some pressure off your rookie quarterback. What was that run, 81 yards? 81, 81, yes. So he has two of the longest runs in Jaguar history for a guy who's not a a, a make-you-miss back, right? 90 and 81. Well, yeah, yeah, because – And then a 75-yarder two years ago too. So, yeah. But you remember – I mean, in not – I don't want to say the old days, but in generations past – the big power backs would have big runs too because they just went downhill and people got tired of tackling you. Right. He's a monster. Pretty- would you want to tackle him going full speed through the Heck hole? No. Oh, no, thank you. Thanks. Uh, let's come back. We'll uh, delve into the defense. So we, we haven't mentioned a certain cornerback's name yet in this show. And if, I, if it was my vote, why do we need to talk about him at all? I didn't say we were. Yeah, I was no, just stating Jalen that we had nothing to do with this game. You're the one who brought his name. No, I'm not bringing. I'm just saying he had nothing to do with this game. He was inactive. Yeah, that's the end of it. We'll talk defense though, Perfect. and how they played without him on the field Great. for the first time ever when he's been with the Jaguars. Okay, back yeah. in a moment. Uh, plenty to get to. Get ready for Minshew Mania for the Saints Jaguars game October 13th. Enjoy 15 percent off tickets and no fees. When you order at jaguars.com slash tickets, that's basically 30% off. Use the promo code Minshew at jaguars.com slash tickets. The Saints coming to town in a couple of weeks to TIAA Bankfield. Back with more in a moment. It's Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network. Here, the last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here, letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any DreamFinders homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. DreamFinders homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle. Hi folks, Frank Franzi here for the best barbecue in town. That is Bono's. Head to Bono's today. 15 locations on the First Coast and six more at TIAA Bank Field. You see, Bono's is the official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. You want great barbecue, you want Bono's. Plenty of parking, clean family restaurants, and oh, by the way, the best barbecue you have ever had. So if you want great barbecue, head to Bono's today. The official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Any repeated physical activity puts stress on the body. Checking your phone, getting in the car, sitting at your desk. Checking the phone, getting in your car, sitting at your desk. Checking your phone for the 50th time today. If you do anything with regularity, you should get massaged with regularity. Massage Envy. Keep your body working. Regular body work makes the body work with massage, skin care, and stretch. Come in today for more information or visit MassageEnvy.com for more details. Ford's SUV season is here. If you're looking for the brand with more SUVs on the road today, get a Ford. If you're looking for hands-free tech and spacious seating, 
get a Ford. And if you're looking for the best deal of the season, get a Ford during SUV season. But hurry, these deals won't last long. Get to your local Ford dealer or learn more at buyfordnow.com. Based on IHS market total vehicles and operation as of October 2018 for all CUV and SUV segments. For tile, wood, and stone, come to the nationwide low price leader, Floor & Decor. The prices are the lowest you will find. Not only did we find lots of options, we were like, oh my gosh, it's so affordable. It's affordable no matter what your budget. I saved a lot of money at Floor & Decor. We came in under budget. Way under budget. <laughs> it's way under budget. It's really the best pricing. You're getting an incredible product for an amazing price. Why wouldn't you want to save money and make your house look great? I love to save money. Who doesn't like to save money? <laughs> Floor and Decor, two Jacksonville area locations, or visit floorandecor.com. Jags fans, TIAA Bank is ready to be your home team for home lending. Whether you're looking to buy a new home or refinance your current one, we have the nationwide expertise in competitive rates, along with a wide range of mortgage solutions to help you achieve your home lending goals. Team up with a TIAA Bank mortgage expert today. Visit TIAABank.com slash lending team. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA FSB. Equal Housing Lender, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, they were driving down the field, uh, offense, um, just gave them the ball back or whatever. We needed to hurry up and get the ball back to our offense so we could score. Um, like I said, they were driving, so I just knew somebody had to make a play. You know, we were getting weared out on defense. Um, I just seen Flacco um, try to kind of was like a one hole type thing. Seen Flacco staring it down, just ran and reacted, made the play. Ronnie Harrison, Jaguars safety, discussing his interception before halftime. Nice play, nice return, made a bunch of guys miss and set up a Jaguars field goal before the break. And kept the game really within reach. Was that an overthrow, or was he trying to throw the second guy and Ronnie uh, undercut it, I wonder? Because at first, when I saw it live, I thought he overthrew the shallow crosser, and Ronnie made the play. But then looking at that, there's that second-level guy, and I wonder if he was trying to hit the second-level guy and Ronnie undercut it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. what. I, nice play, I, though. Either, yeah, way. either way, it's a great play. Do. He, ran, he ran 300 yards. <laughs> <laughs> and went forward 20 yards. <laughs> Jaguars happy hour. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Vaselli, Pete Frisco down in South Florida and the defensive side of the football. Well, there, there were some moments you know, we haven't mentioned a, a, a certain Just say his name. Why are we making a big Jalen Ramsey? We haven't mentioned him yet. Okay, don't. Uh, but he didn't not, play. Fine, we're not going to play this game. The, what, are you, what are you tiptoeing around? Uh, Jalen didn't play. His back. He said he reported a back injury. Came back after he had a, a, a child. Congratulations on your child, Jalen. Happy here. Everyone's healthy. Mom and baby. That's awesome. He had a back injury. He said he couldn't go. Team deactivated him. Guess what? They went and played football and they won. I mean, the story here is, and we'll talk about the defense specifically. But I said all last week, football is the ultimate team game, and they've been playing this game for a long time. And we're going to play every Sunday, whether Jalen Ramsey wants to play or not. And no different when I was a player. I got hurt. They're going to play. Like, someone's in the lineup at left tackle when I wasn't there. Mm -hmm. And they're going to go block somebody for the quarterback. Or, and guess what? We're going to play against Carolina Panthers Sunday, whether Jalen's out there or not. And we can sit here and dwell on it. I'm tired of it, frankly. I think most people are tired of it. Move on. The job is not to worry about your corner. It's to worry about the team and winning football games. Because that's what it's about. That's the only thing all of us, this organization is going to be judged on at the end of the day. 
But and they, and they found a way to win a game. A big butt, Tony. Okay, big butt. If they had lost the game, part of the reason they would have lost the game. I disagree, was Pete. They picked on Trey Herndon. I disagree. You disagree? Well, that's yeah. a fact. Okay. Well, no, it's not. On. Okay, he gave up th- three plays. One was a great route by Emmanuel Sanders. That you're telling me that Emmanuel Sanders, like Jalen's never been beat before, because I watched the Tennessee game, and they they completed balls. Look, I think Trey Herndon's going to be a pretty good player. Yeah, I'm not saying. Can, by the way, I don't in this think scenario. You can look at it. You can. There's no other way to look at it other than to say that. He would have been the guy that Jalen would have been the guy on the on the field at that moment, and that matters. Pete, here's my my point. I'm not trying to tell you Trey Herndon is as good as Jalen Ramsey at all. Jalen Ramsey is fabulous, one of the best corners in football, and obviously you're better if Jalen Ramsey's on your team and he's playing. There's no doubt about that. So let's not debate that. My whole point is, is if you're asking me as I watched that game, was Trey Herndon the issue? when it came to um, why they had some uh, struggles against the pass game? In my opinion, no. Was he part of it? Yeah. They couldn't get home. They couldn't get close to Joe Flacco against an average offensive line with four men. I agree. That was an issue, but he was also an issue in the secondary. And and look, I'm not pointing blame at him. It's just a fact, Tony. Look at all the – we're showing completion after completion, and they're they're all in him. No, they're not. That was was A.J. Boye. That the, one was. But no, the, the, but the, the, okay. there was, was three, Pete. touchdowns on him? What? Was, was he responsible for both touchdowns? Yeah, he got beat. Uh, There's one. Well, that one, I, I, I want to go back and look at that one. I watched it on film. I think that's – I think it's him. He's playing inside leverages at, uh, from a man position off. And it's almost like he expects there's going to be underneath help for the uh, inside cutting route. It, it, well, the tight end is there, so the, it looks like Williams carried the tight end, and maybe Wilson needs to get over that way. I yeah. can't. We don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So that's fair. Re, he, that, and then the the one to Sanders for sure, and then the other one to Sutton on the other side. Well, the one to Sanders. Yeah, there's two to Sanders. There, uh, he got beat twice by Sanders. There's no doubt about it. And one on the other deep ball, he played it perfectly against Sanders. And well, he also the touchdown to Sutton on the other side. Wasn't that on him too? The first one. The yeah, it was the slant. That slant, I believe, was on him. The okay. second slant, uh, the second slant, the Samuels. I'm not sure was is my question. But so, I mean, uh, look, here's the first touchdown. That's that on one, him. yeah, hundred percent. Okay, look, I'm not pinning the blame. If they had lost the game, it wasn't getting pinned on him. Tony. Well, that's what you said, but, though, Pete. Pete, no, literally, I'm just saying you can look at it from Pete, an objective standpoint and say if Jalen Ramsey's in the game, they probably play better defense back there. He's a better player. I'm not so saying he's not a better player, but that doesn't mean they would have – if they would have lost, which they didn't. That's the whole point of my what I'm saying. They didn't lose, Pete. They I won. It, Tony, but and if, if they, they would have – not, I'm not going to sit here and say Jalen would have won the game for them. I don't, I'm not buying that. He's not out there. He's not practicing with them. He's not out there. He's a great player. Do I want him on this team? Absolutely. But I'm not going to sit here. I'm not going to sit. No, you lost the game. You're missing the point. They won, Pete, and so I'm not going to sit here talking about Jalen Ramsey. Like, oh gosh, we are desperate for him to play because we can't win no. football games without him. I don't believe that. I just don't. No, look, I'm not saying that's the exact. Look, do they want him back? Absolutely. Sure. He be back? Absolutely. Will he be back? You bet. He'll play. He's going to play. And you know what? Well, I don't think they're trading him. I don't either. By the way. And I hope he's here. I hope they can figure it out. I've said that all along. I think he's a great player. I think he's very good at his position. But I refuse in a, the greatest team game 
to worry about one guy, not whether he's going to play or not, and go through this dramatic conversation every week like we can't win games without him because that's not accurate. No, they just proved they can win without him. And, uh, the first and, time. and as I watch the tape, if you're asking me that Trey Herndon was the biggest issue out there, I don't believe that. That's was not it, what I said. Pete, you literally that. said your starting thing is if they would not have won, you would have put it on not having Jalen Ramsey out there. I would not have there. put it on Trey Herndon. He would have been responsible for, for a couple touchdowns that you don't – I'm not blaming JP, him. JP, did I hear something bad. different? All I know is the Jaguars' defense had three quarterback hits yesterday. Yeah, they, I mean, the biggest story to me is, like, why you bring up Trey Herndon, it's the four could not get home against an average defensive line that the Packers shredded. We're, I agree 100%. I think the, but, but, Tony, Trey Herndon gave up a couple touchdowns. There's no denying that. Pete, you're missing the point. No, well, they never, the they point. never got home. I get it. They weren't good up front. But Jalen not being there meant Trey Herndon was on the field. Maybe Trey, maybe Jalen doesn't give up those touchdowns. Right. I mean, it's possible. We just don't ever know. We don't ever know that. Yeah, but that's why you can't just sit here and say it doesn't matter that he wasn't on the field. It doesn't because they, go down they won. Field goal. It does. It did matter. It didn't it matter, Pete. In the long run, it will, you would think, because he's the better football player, right? Well, you always want better guys on, on, the, uh, f- on the field, absolutely. But it's about the team. It's how does the team play. You're talking like a coach. Dude. No, I'm Stop. not. I'm not talking about a coach. Because I'm, the sum is always greater than the parts. I'm a firm believer in that. You want good parts, and I want Jalen out there. But, like – your attitude, Pete's like, oh my gosh, let's like end the season. If we can't get Jalen out there, you, you can't win. I'd, if you're asking me, what would I rather have? A great lockdown corner or four guys who get, hit the quarterback consistently? I'll take the four guys who hit the quarterback. You're darn right you would. Okay. Nobody's so, denying that. Okay, but so as I watch, hold on, time out, time out, time out. Stop for a second. Better. Stop for a second. Yesterday, we never hit the quarterback. So that's the bigger issue than whoever's playing corner. Because I don't I care if a guy sits but in the pocket as long as he is and guys are running around. I don't care how good you I are. I get it, but maybe Ramsey makes one of those plays or two of them. Maybe he does. I don't He's know. He's a better player. You would expect a better player to make those plays. I would expect. He is a better player. He's a great player. I'm just, I'm tired of talking about him. And if you guys want to keep on doing it, you talk about it. I'm done. It's I want to talk. It's the elephant in the room. Of course you got to talk about it. It's not the elephant in the room. He didn't play. He didn't play, Pete. Let's talk about this defense and what this team what did. Did he play this week? I don't know. And at, right now, I don't care. Is the back is the back injury real? I have no idea, and I don't care. If Why it's not, care? I'll say this: not being on the field. If it's if not real on the team, do you care? Yeah. If it's not real, then I don't want him out there at all. Because he, but I'm but I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt because I don't know. I'm not. I will never question a guy if I don't know he gets the benefit of the doubt as a player that he's really hurt. So that's all I know. I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt too, but you doesn't sound like it. They missed him yesterday. Period. End of story. They missed him. You, I, well, the way I watched the game, what they missed is the pass rush. That's what they missed. They missed you, that too. But okay, that's a, that's the story. That's the story, Pete. They need to get to the quarterback because if you look at this team, whether Jalen's out there or not, whether you know Joe Schmo is playing corner or not, this team. Lives and dies on defense, from my opinion. If you look at the history, when they're good is when they're hitting the quarterback. Saxonville, so man. Basically, if you put me out there at corner, as long as they're rushing the passer, I can cover them. No, you're you're a very poor athlete, Pete. <laughs> okay, put you out there then. No, I'm just above as poor as you. 
with one hip. Yeah, he's, got, he's, got, he's got newer hips than you there, Pete. Um, You're making this like I don't. I want Jalen to be out there. You're a better no, football I'm not team. Making it to be you. You don't want or you whether you want him or not. That's not the issue. The issue is yesterday they missed him. Period. Obviously they, they didn't. They won. They got away with it. Let's come back. Plenty to discuss. We'll. I'm sure we'll touch on this topic at some point again. Bring it up again, JP. I, I think we will. Up. Yeah. I think we will. That was an easy one. I'll just say this. Next time you bring it up, you guys just talk because I'm done talking about it. Really? No, It'll not. be the best yeah, segment yeah. of the show. Great. Let's do it the next segment. I'll go have a cup Sweet. of coffee. You did it. You talked about it this morning on your pain hit. Oh. No, I didn't. I talked about it for two seconds <laughs> and moved on. We just spent 10 minutes because you, who don't know anything, want to talk about <laughs> that instead of what the real issue on the field yesterday was. We couldn't get pressure with the four guys up front. Bring the heat, Pete. I like Dave it. Pete, did I get him with that one? Got him. You it's didn't okay get me. when they're paying him a Got little him. extra, you can talk about it. Last time I checked, I get a paycheck from the Jags, too. So I'll talk about it wherever. <laughs> Oh, and, and my hot. guess is you're doing this for free, aren't you, Pete? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I mean, Denver's are running hot. You've never done anything for free. I actually invited Pete to a, a function, a charity function. I had to pay him to come. Wow. That's <laughs> no, incredible. I mean, it's all about Pete. He doesn't care about anyone else. It's uh, What's good for Pete is I'm good for coffee. Pete. I'm coffee. I'm out. Talk about something We're else. back in a moment. Plenty <laughs> to discuss. Oh. What a show this is going to be. Hey, coming up at Daly's Place, Zach Brown Band, October 17th. Chicago, October 18th. Young Thug and Machine Gun Kelly, October 19th. Tickets at dailysplace.com. This, of course, is Chicago. More Jalen Ramsey talk and plenty of Minshew talk and everything that happened in the run game yesterday. Jaguars win. It's Victory Monday, and it's Jaguars Happy Hour, presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network. Here, the last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here, letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any DreamFinders homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. DreamFinders homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle. Kessler Creative, proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, has the large format printing services running in high gear, creating large banners for marketing events, full vehicle wraps. Learn how Kessler changes the game with print and direct mail innovation. From eye-catching restaurant menus to real estate yard signs and event displays, Kessler does it all. Kessler Creative, Jacksonville, Florida. Results-driven marketing and a proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hi folks, Frank Franzi here for the best barbecue in town. That is Bono's. Head to Bono's today. 15 locations on the First Coast and six more at TIAA Bank Field. You see, Bono's is the official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. You want great barbecue, you want Bono's. Plenty of parking, clean family restaurants, and oh, by the way, the best barbecue you have ever had. So if you want great barbecue, head to Bono's today. The official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Ford's SUV season is here. If you're looking for the brand with more SUVs on the road today, get a Ford. If you're looking for hands-free tech and spacious seating, get a Ford. And if you're looking for the best deal of the season, get a Ford during SUV season. But hurry, these deals won't last long. Get to your local Ford dealer or learn more at buyfordnow.com. 
Based on IHS market total vehicles and operation as of October 2018 for all CUV and SUV segments. Are you suffering from shoulder pain? If you have clicking and popping in the shoulder joint, persistent pain that intensifies with use, an inability to lift your arm over your head, or a tingling, burning sensation in the shoulder, elbow, or wrist, waiting to see a doctor could make your injury worse. Baptist Health and Jacksonville Orthopedic Institute have innovative and effective treatment options available right now to relieve your pain and restore your mobility. Don't wait. Call 904-JOI-2000. At Gate, when the Jags win, you win. This season, we're throwing it back to 1995 when it all began. Each time the Jags win, you can enjoy retro pricing on all 20-ounce Pepsis. So hurry into Gate the day after every Jaguars victory and throw back your favorite 20-ounce Pepsi for just 94 cents. Co-Jags. Gate, serving up more. Valid at participating North Florida Gate locations. Limit one per customer. We blocked them. Honestly, we blocked better. You know, I don't want to say all of a sudden, let, you know, because then that would be going against D-Rock, what I've been saying the whole time. You know, I think, you know, there was some room there. There was, you know, but I will say that he was definitely finishing. You know what I'm saying? I think once you get into the line of scrimmage, you're able to finish. If you, if you get hit behind the line of scrimmage, you, you, you know, it's very difficult to finish. So, you know, that was a big thing. And I think, the, you know, the one... You know, there was a catch in there that we wound up kicking a field goal that, you know, there's things that he does, I think, that gets overlooked sometimes, you know, and his protection's been really good. And There's uh, head coach Doug Marone discussing Fournette and the offensive line working together yesterday. Jaguars happy hour continues. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Vaselli, Pete Frisco, the aftermath of a Jaguars victory in Denver 26-24 on a field goal with no time remaining. Two comebacks in that game. Rallied from two deficits, and the Jaguars got it done. Minshew Magic, all that happened yesterday. Can I, can I um, <laughs> offer one little criticism? Yes. At the end of the game, why not just take the knee twice and kick the field goal? We kind of were talking about that in the studio yesterday, too. Yeah. I mean, you I risk I, the holding penalty, which they got. I thought I said that on the air. Maybe I didn't. Maybe we said it during yeah. break. Because I, I, I don't disagree with you there, Pete. I'm pretty sure right? I said just take a knee and kick it. Right. And I, the other thing right I would there, point blank. It's and I mean, and, and, and then other, you got the holding penalty and set you back, and you almost got another penalty because Cam Robinson was getting out of control there. And the other thing I would have done, Pete, well, you had to run it early to make them uh, call that last timeout just to get the clock to where you want it to be. I get to right. run maybe one time, let's say. Anyways, the other thing I think was a mistake was they should have called timeout with ten seconds left. Because in case the snap gets away. Unless it's bad snap, and then you can spike they had, it. They had a timeout left. Uh, right. You, well, you didn't even need, Well, how many timeouts did they have when they It didn't matter. Back? You didn't need any timeouts if you didn't want to. You, they had one left, but you could just spike it. Yeah, but if the ball gets away, you might not be able to get it. But he, but he, you have to dive on it. He had, one, I mean? he had one timeout left. Yeah. Okay. What they should have done is, and believe me, because I'm a situational guy, Denver uses their timeout, right? And, yeah. and it takes it at – you didn't have to run the ball either to make them use the timeout, Tony. But I, I want to. I'm trying to think. There was a something clockwise. I thought they had to run a play or two because maybe not. I said in there. I know I would have taken two knees at the end. Two knees. Call timeout with. Yeah. Save one of your timeouts with yep. with ten seconds left. 
Snap the ball. If it gets away, you can kick the kick. It gets away, you kick the kick again. If not, you win the game. That's right. So before we get to the offensive line, mm-hmm. um, it hit me walking. And I know Pete wants to talk about all the things. What if he played? In he this was, Tony was letting off steam in the hallway, by the way, Pete. Um, go ahead. Is I was looking at the TVs walking to grab my coffee. Right now, you know, Gardner Minshew should have been the first overall pick. If, if you needed a quarterback, he's better than any of the rookie quarterbacks out there. His numbers, his performances, his win-loss record, he's better than any of them. Well, Actually, Daniel Jones is 2-0. Daniel Sorry. Jones is right there with him. Not his numbers-wise, he's not. He's only played two games, though. Well, No, I'm talking about uh, just rating. Look at the ratings. Not even close. Gardner's at the sixth best rating in the league right now. Gardner should have been the first. Gardner's over- completion percentage is impressive as heck, too. It's what is the it? Sixth in the league. Yeah. He should have been the first overall pick if you needed a quarterback. So then why would you take him out like you said you would do? Fair point. <laughs> <laughs> Backed himself into that one, Fair Pete. Point. No, but it's interesting to me. I mean, all the hype around <laughs> Kyler Murray, who's not won a game. No. And I, I and I would I've never been a huge uh I was never a huge fan of that pick. Dwayne Haskins, who now the reports is Washington didn't even want him, or half of Washington want him. But Daniel Snyder wanted him. Daniel Jones, who looks like he's gonna be a good player. Right. Uh who's the other first rounder? We have Lockett, who's a second rounder. Lock. Yeah. yeah Drew, Drew Lock. Drew Lock. I mean, right now, Mitch has outperformed all of them. He's Tom Brady. But Tom Six Brady did, he didn't do it as a rookie. He didn't ever did it as a rookie. Hmm. That was his second year. I know, but he's Tom Brady, though. Six-round pick, comes in, guy gets hurt, takes the job, doesn't give it back. It's interesting, though. High-priced guy. Drew Bledsoe, high-priced at the time. But it was more than a – Brady did it for more than a three-week window. That's why I think you have right. to do it. You have to do it like eight weeks. So, so at the bye, if they're five and three, you're you're keeping him. If he's if he's playing at the level he is, and he's the sixth rated quarterback in the NFL, and he's completion percentage is top five, with, like how do you not? Then what do you do with Foles? Yeah, I don't know. That's not my problem. Well, you, that's why we do a show <laughs> to fix the problems. Okay, it all. The Jags pay him, but just not for that, I guess. <laughs> right. Oh, wow. You know what my concern would be, Tony, is once Foles comes back, if you keep Minshew in there, you have to keep him in there. In other words, if he has like one bad game. Oh, yeah, you can't go back. You can't go back and forth. You can't go back and forth. No. no. And the same thing, if if you put Foles in there. He's the guy. He's the guy. I I agree. Offensive line. Oh, sorry, Pete. What is that? Unless Volts goes back in and, and, they, and they lose a game or two, and then you go back to Minshew. I mean, you. Can, I think once you go to once you stick with Minshew, you got to stay with Minshew. If you go back to Foles and he doesn't play well for a couple games, then you got to go to Minshew again. It's crazy. I can't believe we're having this conversation. I know, right? Isn't it amazing? Yeah, it's a good one to have. Yeah, it is. Um, let's uh, let's take a timeout. We'll come back. We'll get into the offensive line a little bit more. They were great in the run game. But the quarterback got hit 12 times yesterday. They were also playing two of the best pass rushers in the NFL. We'll delve into that and see how the tackles played in this game. A few penalties, and we'll break some of that down. Uh, Also coming up a little bit later in the second hour, we'll have your social media questions. Uh, And coming up, hey, prior to each game, 
entertain guests in air-conditioned suites the public's ultimate tailgate party, presented by Party Shack. Visit jacksvillage.com and reserve your suite today. The tin roof ain't rusted out there. It's Jaguars Happy Hour, presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network. The last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here, letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any DreamFinders Homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. DreamFinders Homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle. Hungry for something different and delicious during the game? Visit the Daily Food Truck in the Fan Entertainment Zone near Gate 1. They call it the world's nicest food truck. And at over 48 feet long, it's one of the world's largest as well. Serving Daily's fresh made-to-order sandwiches, subs, tacos, and desserts before, during, and immediately after the game. You will absolutely love Daily's food and friendly service. Come by and see why the Daily's Food Truck is the world's nicest. Or just stop by and grab a quick pick for the gram. Okay, so we're here to see who's going to go for the win. First off, Molly took it to the next level with the chairs and the coolers. Here comes Emma, bringing it with those killer boots and that portable grill. Oh my, I think she's going for it. Um, Mom, I think the hot dogs are on fire. Hold on, honey. Ladies, where did you go to get ready for the game? Steinmart. Visit any one of our six locations in Jacksonville for all your tailgating needs as we proudly support the Jaguars this season. Steinmart. Saving is a beautiful thing. Proven IT implements a strategic game plan designed to streamline your business for maximum results. Make the winning choice with the official business systems partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Proven IT. Proven IT's technology experts use a customized approach to understand how to design, implement, and monitor solutions that optimize your business. Proven IT provides managed network services, document management solutions, office technology, voice and data solutions, and more. Visit ProvenIT.com to see how they can streamline your business. Proven IT, transforming workplace productivity. Jags fans, TIAA Bank is here to help you keep your money working hard, week in and week out. Open a yield pledge checking or money market account today and start scoring some of the most competitive rates in the country. To see how we can fit into your financial game plan, visit a financial center near you or find us online at TIAABank.com slash Jags. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. This Jaguar season, how would you like an all-inclusive air-conditioned suite for your tailgate? Mike Dempsey here for Party Shack. It's a turnkey setup that means no prep on your end. You can host clients, staff, and friends to catered food sponsored by Publix with a full bar, top deck roof lounge, and best of all, air-conditioned comfort with two TVs in each suite. So take your whole office or group of friends to the the top-of-the-line Jaguars tailgate experience. Book your company's Party Shack suite right now at jacksvillage.com. jacksvillage.com. We're back, Jaguars Happy Hour, presented by Jet Home Loans, J.P. Shadrick, Tony Baselli, Pete Prisco. A lively recap of the Jags-Broncos game yesterday, 26-24. Jags win, one of the most thrilling games you'll see, in fact. 
rallied from two deficits in the second half to win it with a rookie six-round quarterback. And the former first-round running back went for 225. Second-best rushing day in franchise history behind only Fred Taylor's 234. And as a team, the second-best rushing day ever for the Jaguars. 7.8 out two, That 234 was my last game on the beat. Was it really? In 2000? Really? Yeah. It was the last game ever at, uh, uh, at, at Three Rivers River Stadium. Yeah. And Fred, if he you talked to – He was special that night now. And, and if you talk to Fred, he said, you know, he, he left some out there too. He could have had a whole lot more, I think. Got a little dehydrated. Yeah. I wonder why. But um, and he was rooting for Leonard to get it yesterday too. I mean, we were texting during the game, and he said it in the post game. No, he wasn't. He's lying <laughs> if he says that. Come on, Freddie T. I know you too long, buddy. No way. At some point, he knows that somebody's going to get it. So why not now? You know, that's what he said anyway, Pete. I don't Nobody know. ever wants their records broken. I don't care if anybody says that. That's a lie. We're not all selfish and self-absorbed yeah. and narcissistic like you, Pete. Baselli, right. stop it. You know better than that. Pete, what's you know, the best? You're, you're a competitor. Nobody wants their records broken. Pete, what's the best record you hold? Uh, how many meatballs you ate last Times night? Union on the Jaguars beat in history. Yeah, that's not measurable, so that's not a record. <laughs> oh, that's not a record, but it's true. It's not a record. I thought it was Michael Wright. You remember Michael Wright? Michael Wright always texts me. He goes, "How's it?" Or he sends a message. How's it feel being the second best? Like, oh, Michael, it's not even close, dude. What are you, third? No, I think Osher might be second. Wow. What about Bart? Uh, no. <laughs> he's, not, he's not in the top group there. Uh, offense, <laughs> offensive Vizelli, line. What's your favorite record? What's your best record? I don't think I have any. I mean, do offensive linemen have records? I take oh, You a, played other sports. I, I took a piece of Fred's. We got you two, take, yeah, that's right. You, you, can, that. you can get 234 a night that night. I mean, you didn't like track pancakes or anything like that. No, I, I mean pancakes eaten maybe, but not. I want to hear what Tony would say. What's JP's best record, Tony? Largest forehead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Pete's got me beat. I think. I'm, on not, that one. I'm not sure his forehead is bigger than yours, though. Yeah. Even without the hair. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, it was tight. It was close. I was. I came in second. By 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 a millimeter. It was right a, now too, but. But uh, I don't think because I have no hair. JP has no hair, and I still think we don't. We're a distant, way distant, second and third to your forehead. Yeah, well, you're you're also five three, Pete. Well, that changes so everything. What? That has nothing to do with the size of your forehead. I think well, it's not, your your head your head all proportional. You know, for a money making deal, you should sell Tony Baselli billboards on your forehead. Your 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 head doesn't really fit your body very well. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Got a big body and a little head. Yeah, you're a little fat. Wow. <laughs> so are uh, you. <laughs> speaking of big so guys. So I got a big head, it fits. Speaking of big guys, offensive line talk yesterday. We, we've praised them in the run game. That has been an area of they focus this job. week. Now, let me say why. What? what was the difference? The difference was they stayed on blocks. And the Tennessee game, if you go back and watch it, it wasn't all them. They had some blitzing. They had a nickel blitz that wasn't picked up. Uh, that had nothing to do with them. Uh, and then at times, like, Four guys would block the play right, and one would screw it up and get penetration. So the difference was they were in sync. They stayed on their blocks. They were very physical finishing. The other part of it is, listen, Filippo only called 15 runs to running backs 
against the Titans. Yeah, that's right. They had like 36 rushing attempts. Yeah, they dedicated so themselves he, to it. He said we're running yeah. the ball, and they did. It was good. Do you think getting Armstead in there helped Fournette? No, because I was he didn't really get in there until they got it going. Right, but I'm saying, does, does that – even a because he had forty four of the forty five carries going into the into this game. Correct. Well, I think he'd only missed ten snaps all year. Fournette. He had been on yeah. the field all the time. I think it's big for the overall long term production of this team to get Rock Armstead involved. One hundred percent. I mean, I think Leonard I was going. I think Leonard in this offensive line was going to have this day, regardless of Rock Armstead or not played. But I like Rock. I think he's a good back, and uh, I think he's going to help this team. Tony, did you watch the twenty two? The all twenty two? Yes. Yes. Okay, they were rotating Richardson and Can. Now the big run came when Can was in there. They Which both one played, was better. I thought they both played well, and I'm not just I'm not trying to take the easy way. They really no. Did. I think they both played well. I would take nothing away from either one of them. Now the other part of the offensive line, uh, we get who the Jaguars were playing yesterday in Denver with Chubb and Von Miller and all that, but. The quarterback got hit 12 times. There were penalties on the outside, some false starts, um, a hands hold. to the face. There was a hold on every other play almost. So how did they fare in pass protection and all that yesterday? What, what would you score so, them if you had to? I'm not going to score them. But let me give you some background of the situation they were playing in because it matters. Not every game's the same and not every opponent's the same. And even the same guy isn't the same guy depending on where you play him. Correct. So mile high is one of the most difficult places to play in the NFL. Number one, you're at altitude, so getting your breath early is an issue. Number two, it is one of the loudest stadiums in the NFL. It's a great fan base, and they know when to get loud. Number three, and maybe most importantly, Chubb and Miller are two of the best outside rushers in all of football. And everyone said, well, they had no sacks coming in. Okay, go watch the tape. They were very close several times. And the other thing is ball out. The, the ball out. They got behind. They had very few opportunities to rush the passer. They got a lead in this game. Mm-hmm. Two-score lead, yeah. And they got it going, and they put the Jags in some long situations in the first half. So, with all that said, you have a rookie on the right side, Juwan Taylor, first, first real matchup with a great player. And at times, I thought he did great. We just showed the one he got beat on the sack. One of the more difficult situations for a, a tackle. It's a play action pass tied into your side. Miller's lined up outside. That's his responsibility. Excuse me. Play action pass. You hope the defender like recognizes it's a run. The problem when you're playing a speed rusher, they don't care about the run. Mm-hmm. And so you have a deep drop by the quarterback. You're in a three point stance. He's wide. And I think. Taylor just didn't give it enough respect or understand what he was going to face in that play-action pass that he was going to get nothing from the play-action uh, fake to the running back. So, so he yeah. can't get any – there's no way he gets more depth on that. To you have to. Cut the, no. Yeah, you, I mean, you have to literally open up and go either. Yeah. There's two ways to do that. You literally open up and go after him, like you're run, literally run-blocking him. So right. you show the run, and like he's like, okay. Or you're just a vertical set like it's third down pass. Uh, protection. Right. Which and he so, didn't do, right? Well, that, he didn't do it. It's a learning experience. So you're going to see uh, but overall I thought it was, I thought Juwan Taylor handled himself fine in that game. 
Let's come back. We're up against it here. We'll be back. More of this offensive line talk when we come back. Yeah, yeah I got more to break more down. Line, yeah. I want to hear how the, the two interior guys play. I like that. And I want to talk about Cam, too. I like that. We'll do all that when we come back. And much more. Is it already the top of the hour? It is. We've got another hour to go. Is that clock wrong? That clock is correct. We're back in a moment. We're going early, huh? No, we're not. This is the normal thing we do every Monday. Really? Yes. I thought we went 58. Sorry. Welcome to the show. I thought we went 58. It's 56. It's Jaguars Happy Hour, presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network. Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. Did you hear? The last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here, letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any DreamFinders Homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. DreamFinders Homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle. At ViStar, we believe in better. And that means treating people better with friendly, personal service that's kept our members happy since 1952. A smile and personal greeting when you enter the branch, an online or phone chat for those quick questions, and a call center that's open every day. If you believe that great service is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Are you suffering from shoulder pain? If you have clicking and popping in the shoulder joint, persistent pain that intensifies with use, an inability to lift your arm over your head, or a tingling, burning sensation in the shoulder, elbow, or wrist, waiting to see a doctor could make your injury worse. Baptist Health and Jacksonville Orthopedic Institute have innovative and effective treatment options available right now to relieve your pain and restore your mobility. Don't wait. Call 904-JOI-2000. Hey, Jaguars fans, Hilton Hotels of Orlando and the Jacksonville Jaguars are giving you the opportunity to win the ultimate fan experience plus a two-night stay in Orlando. By going to jaguars.com slash Hilton, you can enter to win a chance to attend a Jags game VIP style with club seats, pregame sideline passes, postgame press conference access, and a two-night stay at an Orlando Hilton Hotel. All you have to do to win Hilton's ultimate fan experience is visit jaguars.com slash Hilton to enter. Entrance must be 21 years or older. Void where prohibited. Visit site for full terms and conditions. For tile, wood, and stone, come to the nationwide low-price leader, Floor Decor. The prices are the lowest you will find. Not only did we find lots of options, we were like, oh my gosh, it's so affordable. It's affordable no matter what your budget. I saved a lot of money at Floor Decor. We came in under budget. Way under budget. It's way under budget. It's really the best pricing. You're getting an incredible product for an amazing price. Why wouldn't you want to save money? and make your house look great. I love to save money. Who doesn't like to save money? (laughs) Florin Decor, two Jacksonville area locations. Or visit florindecor.com. I know a lot of kickers 
probably aren't, you know, that you want to be seen and not heard. But I've just kind of had this vibe going with me to tell these guys, hey, we got to bring our own juice. We got to bring our own sauce. When we bring our lunch pails to work, nobody can touch us. And that is exactly why you play for 60 minutes. What was that game today? You play for the full 60. I mean, it's hard to hold on to a lead in this league. It really is. You go, but you look at all, most of the wins. I bet you a lot of them are comebacks. Just because it's hard to, to hold the lead. So these guys did amazing. I mean, I think I had four field goals, and the furthest one was maybe 40 yards. So our offense was moving the ball. Our defense obviously did a great job. Yeah, playing all 60 minutes, man. You just you can't you can't speak enough for these guys' character. That's Josh Lambeau, Jaguars kicker. He had the game winner yesterday and three other field goals. You got to bring your own juice. Got to bring your own sauce, Tony. So I, I need more sauce out of you. I'm gonna be careful here because I love Lambeau. He is really good at his job. I mean, really good. But that's the first, like, me here and the kicker say we need to bring more juice and sauce. And Well, he prefaced it by saying usually kickers should be seen and not heard. Yeah, I was like, but, like, what, here we go, lunch pail, juice, sauce. Yeah, like, what lunch pail, juice, and sauce did you bring <laughs> for the 60 minutes outside the kicks you made? Now, here's the thing. That's his job. No, no, you're, you're missing my point. He brings the juice and the sauce every game. I mean, he is he's, he's, great. One, he's one of the best, he's great. if not the best in the NFL right now, if you look at the numbers. I just find it funny when you start talking about a 60-minute game, we need to bring the juice and the sauce for 60 minutes lunch game. Mail, lunch lunch mail. mail when it's the kicker. I love it. I love Lambo. He's awesome. I just found it it's funny. I mean, listen. It's a great soundbite. I mean, my locker was right next to Hollis and Barker so in the old days, so I know what these kickers are like. And – I'm not an anti-kicker guy, actually. You need them. I mean, they win games for you, and Lambo wins games for you. I just find it funny when they start talking about, like, bringing juice. Like, although, got to give him credit, Thursday night, he brought the juice. He had a tackle yes, against the Titans. Yes, so he did. Maybe I'm wrong. I'll give Lambo credit. Yes, he did. Yes, he there did. There was, like, no doubt he was stepping out there and making that kick. No. <laughs> it was easy. I was honestly not worried about it. Oh. Just because he makes them all. Now, I would have been a little more worried had Cam Robinson gotten a penalty or something at the end there yes, for pushing guys yeah. around. Because which it was so why, it was so why, windy. It was look, so windy out there. This, this, that's, again, another example of guys getting out of control in, in key moments. That was terrible. What was he doing? Well, I couldn't really tell from the TV guys. You might have been able to see it better than me, Tony. What was that all about? I'm pretty sure because I you're calling the game so you don't see everything. I think it had something to do with how Leonard Fournette was being tackled at the end of the game. Justin Simmons was wrenching his neck. And so Cam's job is to go protect his guy. He kept it going and went too far with the protection. And Leonard and other guys were trying to get him to stop, and he wouldn't stop. Like, he was like, that's where you got to, again, I go back to self-control. It's okay to pull a guy off and get your guy up. You're not going to get a flag for that if it's if you're not throwing punches and being stupid, especially if the other guy's yanking his head. You can pull your guy off, get your guy up. But then it's over, especially you have to understand the situation of the game. And, like, even if you're going to lose it, when, like, five different teammates come up to you and tell you to stop, you got to stop. And Cam kept on going. So they pulled well, him off the pull, You can't pull an opposing player off the pile. No, when I say – what, I mean, you can stop him from ripping your guy's head off. Like, you can right. like, you can stop him. I'm not saying pull him off violently and like right. start a fight. Yeah. But you can stop. We're not, we're not going to demonstrate here, are we? I, I can do it with you. Uh, no, thanks. But he was wrenching his head. You can stop that and help your guy get up is my point, Pete. But then when Minshew tried to stop him, he kind of got on him a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't have that. It's too much. Yeah. It's out of control. 
So, but if, one of the guys. If he gets that, a penalty there, it's 15 yards. The field goal is a 50. Is, 50 yarder. Into the wind. Yeah. The swirling wind. Swirling wind. It was so windy yeah. yesterday. Yeah. But. Now, the one out. thing I was worried about, if I and I want to go back and listen, I'm going to have Joe listen to the broadcast. I'm pretty sure Frank did the one thing you never do if you're the home broadcaster when you're going to kick the game winner. You don't read out his stats that he's made oh, like the last stop 40 it. field goals That's in a row. Ridiculous. No, you don't it's do ridiculous. that. Ridiculous. It's like you don't talk in a no hitter. I did it all the time. He put the, cur- he, he put the curse on him. Yeah. And, 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 yeah. It, he came. He, he overcame That's it. You don't stupid. say that. That's just dumb. Okay, Joe, turn on your mic real quick. Question for you. It's just dumb. I called two no hitters and I said no hitter the whole game. Stop. If you are being a professional broadcaster, with respect for the game and the players. I'll go to baseball because you're a huge baseball fan, Phillies, even though they stink. Um, big Philly fan. It, would you recommend, if you're producing, as you do for us, and there's a no-hitter going on, would you tell your play-by-play guy, hey, talk about the no-hitter in the sixth inning or the seventh inning? I, I would answer that for you, but you said professional broadcasters, and I, I, I can't, you can't relate to anything like that. Oh, my goodness. So we'll just leave it Wow. Alone. Okay, that Ooh, is a all in. How about Man. any broadcaster? How about that? I don't want to hear it. <laughs> you guys, all right. So if you, if my guy's wait, pitching. You don't want to hear it. If my guy's pitching. I don't want to. hear it. You don't want to hear it. No. So do you think Frank should have done that? I'm yeah, gonna, I, Frank and I are having more. You said if you're a professional broadcaster, Tony. So what you're saying is Frank's not a professional? No, I said he was. I was trying to say it. Basically, Joe <laughs> said he's not. <laughs> I mean, if you really want to come down to it, I was trying to say Frank's well, I mean, professional. I mean, if you're if you're talking like that, I'm going to tell Frank, make sure Lagerman gets more airtime than he's been getting. No, that was Joe. I actually said he's a professional. Just to get the question answered, I said, what if it's non-professional? Can we move along here, Would you please? say, Pete, do you think it's okay to say? Yeah, I don't believe in that. Yes, yeah, I don't either. But I still want to. It's ridiculous, say. Tony. Where are you? What are we talking about? Um, Lambo overcame it. He's so good. He overcame even. It's amazing, right? How good he is. Um, so offensive line. We touched on Cam Robinson at the end of the game. How did he play the earlier parts of the game? Yeah, I mean, so we talked about the twelve hits, but you know, sacks by Chubb. I think was it two for by uh, one and a half by Chubb, and I think two by Von Miller or something like that. They had big days. Let's put it that number of holding penalties. Hands of the face by Cam on the big touchdown to uh, Chark at the end of the first half. Yeah, that was a no-doubter. And it was, and it was, and then Chubb got him back putting his hands in his face. Well, yeah. Are you sure it was? I mean, you're not allowed to have both hands in the guy's face and massage it. Maybe he was giving the facial, trying to help them. Anyways, uh, um, it was a penalty. I agree. Uh, I can't – got to remember, Cam's – this is his second game, really, coming off the knee. And at times, I thought he was really good. It looked like to me at the end – in some of his sets, his leg he got his legs got tired because he got he straightened up a little bit, and he was not as good late in the game. I think that's more conditioning than anything. But what I love about Cam, he's physical. He brings the nastiness to him. He needs to control himself at the end of the game, no doubt about it. But he's a, there's a physical presence to him. Um, I think it's going to get better as the season goes on. He had a tough assignment on the road, very difficult. The better, I mean, Cam, and I've said this to him, and I'll say it to everyone. The more Cam gets consistent with his feet, Cam's going to be very hard to beat because he's so talented and so athletic and so big. And you see and he's it. He's a violent player. Violent. And you see it at times, but you see the fatigue and the rust come out also where he gets a little messed up with his feet and uh, gets lazy with his feet, and that's a problem. But, you know, I give both those guys, and if you base it on the situation, what they're facing, 
you know, B minuses probably overall because you had to look at the, their part of the run game. They blocked physical in the run game. Maybe Bs because you have to look at the whole thing. Everyone, here's the, what I hate about the sack. You know, they say, you know, oh, you gave up a sack. So if I sat here and told you, okay, Cam Robinson gave up a sack and he had two holding penalties. They played 70 snaps. The other 67 snaps, he buried Bradley Chubb every play and blocked him down the field. You're telling me that's a bad game? Right. That's like I get really annoyed. These sacks take so much. Like Everyone focuses on that because the defense alignment, I played him before, where I played a guy, and I'm not going to say who he was one time. Oh, who is it? I'm not saying. Come on, Tony. I'm not. And I, oh. I kicked his tail the entire game. Who? He got a sack. It was a late sack where uh, Mark was stepping up. It was not a great pass uh, set by me. I got a little bit too much uh, soft in the pocket, and he got a sack. That was it. Oh, that's Bruce we, Smith. No, it wasn't. We played 70 snaps. He had one play. <laughs> but based it? on the judgment of an offensive lineman, like, I had a bad day. Who was it, Pete? That wasn't the regular season game. Where, oh, no, Bruce Smith got a sack in the regular season game where he, where he came inside on the guard. It was actually a hit. It wasn't a sack. <laughs> it was a sack. No. Yeah, it was. Who in was the regular it, Tony? season game? Because oh, I, I went back and don't you remember? Somebody said, "Oh, he gave up a sack to Bruce Smith." And I said, "I went what? back and watched the game, and he came oh, inside of the, the guard and got a sack." Yeah, it was the guard. I, yeah, but he, but okay, let's who say who was Bruce, the player? Okay, I'll, let me go back to Bruce Smith. Let's say Bruce Smith did get a sack. Let's say he did. We played three hundred snaps against each other, and you're telling me because he got one sack that matters? You got a point. I mean, this you is what that's my problem with how we do offensive line. Now, it's a big negative play, and so you don't want to be giving up a bunch of them. I get it. But in, on the road against really good players, my goal is always to have a shutout. No sacks, no tackles, nothing. Play perfect. It's not going to always happen. They, they get paid, too. I give those guys credit. I'm going to give them a B. I mean, yeah, it needs to be better. One's a rookie. One's coming off ACL. They're, you can see improvement. I'm, you know, they won the football game. Don't want that many hits on yeah. That line has a chance to grow together and become a nasty, physical, violent, good quality line. The, the only way they do that, though, Pete, is yes, they have to continue to work. They need to improve. And I like what George Warhop's doing. He's a very good coach. Flip, offensive coordinator, has to call games the way he did against Denver. And you're not always going to have that production, but you need to be committed. You know, Leonard Fournette, I think, against the Titans had five runs at halftime, maybe six. You can't go into – I mean, your, your bell cow back can't have five or six carries, and no one else is getting any at halftime of any game. And, and then Leonard Fournette needs to run with the decisiveness, the downhill nature, the power back mentality like he did. If those three things happen, then it will allow the offensive line to be physical, and it's going to make the pass blocking much easier as well. How do you think Norwell and Linder play? Because Norwell's been abysmal up heading into that game. I disagree. I, I think Abysmal's wrong, Pete. I've watched the tape. Um, he's been very physical. Uh, they've. Uh, I thought he's really been a, good in combo blocks. So I, I, I think Abysmal's the wrong thing. I think he's been fine. Okay, bad. No, I don't think it's bad either. I think it's you know right. You he's know, like this, he's like the 50th rated guard or something. Based on who? Based on who? PFF. Yeah, you know J- Jalen Ramsey was the 85 fifth corner. You're telling me there's 84 corners. Yeah, but I, watched the, I watched the. Oh, hold on, Pete. No, you can't have it both bad. ways. You're going to take 84 guys in front of uh, Jalen. 
No, I'm then not. Shut up. I don't give, I'm shut just up. telling stop. you what I stop. look at. Stop. I didn't think he's played well. Well, you're wrong. Um, uh, you, well, you think he's playing good guard? Average. Uh, I thought. But not abysmal and bad. No, not at all. Okay. I thought he's playing average. I thought the interior three played outstanding. No, I'm not talking about yesterday. I'm talking about leading into yesterday. I said average leading into outstanding yesterday. You rushed for so two. They, they've been average through the whole. You rush through all three of them. They were out. No, all four of them because Cannon uh, and uh, uh, Rich- Richardson uh, swapped yesterday. Yesterday they were outstanding. Okay. They were physical. They got to the next level. Good combo blocks. I might and- have to go. I might, for the sake of this show today, I might have to call up those PFF grades and see what they are. Oh my goodness! I don't care. Oh, I don't think wow. actually. I don't think I can get them. I can get the seasonal grades. I don't think I get game by game grades. I don't care. Well, last week you didn't. You were agreeing with me on Norwell. Now all of a sudden you say no. suddenly change your tune. Yeah, you didn't say he was abysmal. I say he's the I, middle of the road guard. That's what he's been playing. I thought he's been fine. He's been fine. Not great. Not bad. Not good. He's been fine. He's been he's been solid. I never like you. You you literally started off. Norwell's been abysmal. He's Sean Bowens. No, he's no, he's not. <laughs> wow. Look at the look on his. What, Remember that one? <laughs> he was a bad free agent signing. I mean, he's been fine. I didn't know. But he has a bit, right now, if you have to sum it up, he's not a good free agent sign. Well, the danger with that conversation is you usually overpay for free agency, and in ninety five percent based on the pay aren't. So you always overpay. Like rarely do you get Clay's Campbell where you feel like you're underpaying for a free agent. It doesn't happen. Yeah. It, it doesn't happen. No, that's not so how it that works. like. That's like you always overpay. That's the market. That's how it works. Yeah. For the tier one guys, you overpay. All right, guys, let's come back. Uh, social questions are next. We got some doozies today. Great. On Twitter. This will be right up your alley, Tony. Oh, oh, I can't wait. You're going to love these. Didn't we win? Why is this so aggressive? Yeah, why are you so. Everybody's. Because Pete. Are, no, you're being angry today. You're no, Pete. You got a cold. The- you're. You're testy. I think the Jags are 0-4 when we're talking right now. Because Pete's a pain in the, you know what? No, I don't know what. Ass. Wow. Am I? Am I allowed to say that word on the radio? Because I'm like, I put you on the spot all the time. Sorry. You end up going around in circles. No, I I don't go in circles. You go in circles. You started off saying (laughs) you don't care about PFF and Jalen, you know, yada, yada, yada. And then you go, Norwell. And I said, well, then Jalen says you take it. No, I don't mean that. Only for this one. I'll take it here, but not here. That's what you Mission sound like. accomplished. <laughs> and then you mentioned an old guard's name. Yeah, and then you're his, talking his, about face, his face contorts like he just sucked on a lemon. Golly. <laughs> Awful, Pete. You're not good today, Pete. You're not at your best. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm, I'm, this might have been my best performance yet because I got under your skin so much. It was just like unreal. It was wait, easy. wait till the social questions when we come back. Hey, the Jags have launched a new mobile app and secure digital ticketing. The all-new official Jaguars app features exclusive content, enhanced game day alerts, and much more. Look for secure digital ticketing in a couple of weeks when the Jags host the Saints. That means screenshots of tickets are no longer allowed. Download or update the official Jags app on Apple and Android devices. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. 
1995, Tito Beveridge set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. Jaguars fans are gearing up and saving big at fanatics.com. The world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and Jaguars players you love. Shop the most trusted brands, exclusive designs by Fanatics, and autograph collectibles from today's biggest stars. Join Fanatics Rewards today and earn fan cash on every purchase. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Jags fans, come cool off with No Way Wednesdays at Gate. Every Wednesday during Jag season, come fill up an 8-ounce cup with your favorite Yobi frozen yogurt and all the tasty toppings you crave for $3.99. Enjoy this low-calorie, refreshing frozen yogurt treat and top it off with fresh fruit, sprinkles, and other fun toppings. Available at participating Gate locations. Gate, serving up more for Jags fans. This Jaguar season, how would you like an all-inclusive air-conditioned suite for your tailgate? Mike Dempsey here for Party Shack. It's a turnkey setup that means no prep on your end. You can host clients, staff, and friends to catered food sponsored by Publix with a full bar, top deck roof lounge, and best of all, air-conditioned comfort with two TVs in each suite. So take your whole office or group of friends to the top-of-the-line Jaguars tailgate experience. Book your company's Party Shack suite right now at jacksvillage.com jacksvillage.com the game plan this season is to save you thousands during the game plan for savings event at jack hannity is acura of orange park choose from our huge selection of new and certified pre-owned acuras go long with no payments till next year or tackle interest rates with zero percent financing available score a new acura and save thousands during the game plan for savings event at jack hannity is acura of orange park in store online at acura of orangepark.com i was gonna be Jags fans, fill your wallet with one debit card that screams Duval exclusively from TIAA Bank. The Jacksonville Jaguars Visa debit card comes with a fierce look and fantastic features so you can pay with pride wherever you go. And it's yours free when you open a Yield Pledge checking account. Up your financial game today. Visit a financial center near you or find us at TIAABank.com slash Jagscard. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. We're back, Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Vaselli, Pete Prisco. Glad you're with us. After the Jaguars knock off the Broncos 26-24 to improve to 2-2. Two and two. We'll have a full recap of the AFC South yesterday coming up in just a little bit and recap all the games in the National Football League. That's down the road here. But it's now time for social questions. Before we get to the ones online today, um, Tony, you have... Well, I got one online. It just didn't come through the traditional uh, means or medium. How did it come? Uh, via text. Oh, that's okay. Good. Yeah, so it's it's digital. It's an inside source. Inside source. So it's more of a comment, and it's uh, towards you, Pete, so I'll let you respond to the comment. Uh, Mark Brunell texts in right after the last segment, 
and said, Pete is abysmal. Please share that with him on the air. So I just wanted to communicate that from eight to you, Pete, that you're abysmal. What are you talking about? I'm just telling you. He thinks your takes, your information, your your performance. He knows better. Your performance on the show is he abysmal. He, he knows, literally he knows how easy it is to get underneath your skin and that is like he used to do. He and so he it. knows I'm winning. That's my quarterback. <laughs> Easy, T.O. <laughs> I'm just saying, so that's the first comment. You want to respond. That was a deep thought. Pete I, is abysmal. And you know what? Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I figured that right. as much. Let's move forward. I'm just glad. It's one. I'm winning the show is basically what Mark's saying. Thank you very much. Wait, you know, he's sticking up for his friend, his no, buddy. No, his no. Yes, he is. No, if you, no. Yes, he is. I know he loves when I just you to no end. He loves it, mm-hmm. as does the whole city of Jacksonville. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I don't mind it either. Actually. Well, I've yeah. been getting comments lately out in the public that they think you're a little off your rocker, Pete. I don't want to tell you that. Uh, I that's won't. not the comments I get when I was out in public in Jacksonville. <laughs> that's what I'm hearing. That's the. I'm nice to the fans. They used to come up to me all the time. They go, I can't believe Tony Baselli's always hanging up on those people and yelling and screaming at them. I never hung up on anybody. I might have yelled or screamed a couple times. That's why we can't take calls anymore. Thanks, Tony. <laughs> Jeez, that's why we got to do social media questions now. It's more controlled. First one today at Jaw A Breaker. How many weeks does Minshew need to perform like a starter before the coaches start to question what to do with Foles after the season? Now, we've talked about when Foles is healthy. Right, right. I mean, Foles is going to be here for a while, right? Well, you have two years. I don't think you can move him for two years based on how the contract structure and the guarantees. And I think we're. I think. I mean, that's way premature. I mean, this is crazy. Literally, four (laughs) weeks ago, we were ecstatic and could not wait for the Nick Foles era. Four weeks later, and by the way, all the guy did is go six for eight with a touchdown before he got hurt. And now we're like, how do we get rid of him in the offseason? Are you kidding me? I'm not, I mean, well, he's. Well, not, only, well, not only that, Tony, when he went down, everybody goes, oh, the season's over. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I want to remind everyone listening. He literally threw a bomb on the on the money to Chark as he's getting hammered yes. to make it a 10-7 game. And he was, and after a huge third down conversion, where he scrambled in the pocket to buy time. I, I, I would, if I'm, I won't read it because maybe it's one of your questions. Someone, I'll read it because you can cross it off. And it is <laughs> one of the guys says, "Well, Foles doesn't make that play that Mitch you did to Rock, uh, Rock Armstead." I'm like, "What do you? How do you know that?" Number one, number two, you don't. Number two, he the play he made in third down. That set up the long patch to Chark is the crossing route to uh, to Conley, mm-hmm. where he steps up, avoids Chris Jones, and fires a BB. I mean, come on! You, I mean, we're like, I love Gardner Minshew; he's awesome. But let's not forget, like we Nick Foles, like four weeks ago, we thought was the guy, and he's done nothing to change the fact that he still might be the guy. Question number two. Uh, Stephalos Prime over in the UK asking, how long until we see all three of you with the headbands, aviators, and mustaches? Yeah. Um, You're head- kind of growing one, though. Yeah. I, my mustache is, I, is very weak. Very weak. And my wife hates it. And I like my wife more than I do Minshew uh, Mania. Although, if he wins four more in a row, I might choose Minshew. Um, headband and aviators, I'll go with tomorrow. If someone will buy me a headband and give me aviators, I'm not going to go 
pay for them, but <laughs> it's like a sponsor deal you want me to do. I mean, I mean, if I'm not, I, a, I can't grow a mustache, so forget about that. Um, can you, you, can, you have no I, facial hair. No, I, I can't. I'm the, Oh, no, nope, we lost him. We lost Pete. Well, we'll get back to It was to about Pete. the facial hair. Yeah, I, I can. Um, I have issues growing hair in two places, my head and above my lip. Everywhere, Everywhere else? Everywhere else. Hey, it, you know, but it's a trouble, so I can't do the mustache thing. Um, so I'm, not, if, a big, if I'm like, not a big aviator guy. So I'm if more like, of a wraparound. If like, so you can grow hair everywhere else, so if like. Let's, if, not, let's not get too like detailed, it, Like okay? if he was like sporting like the. Hair, the back hair, you'd be all in. You could, you could do that. I could compete. I like it. I'm not a headband guy either. I just wear hats. I'm saying, I, I'm the back hair. There's <laughs> so Pete's back with us. JT, you're the king of the, you're the king of the back hair. That's nasty. <laughs> you came back at just the right know. time, Pete. I didn't just, want to hear that. I heard it when I popped back on. I'm like, oh no, I don't, I don't want to hear know. that. I, I don't know. I, I don't own. I don't even own a headband. And I don't own aviators. I would be fine wearing both in support of the mania. Let's move on to uh, at anti ten ten XL. Boy, that's not nice. <laughs> From Tony's experience, what is said and what happens during halftime in the locker room to come out focused and look like a completely different team? That's what the Jags did yesterday. Is that a question? Yeah. What? Oh, is what is said, said and what happens? Are you paying attention? I, I no. Um. What um you know th- there are minor adjustments. I think it it was a game that they got the interception, got the field goal, and so they felt like, hey, we're down eleven. We get the ball. Let's go put together a drive. I'm sure the coordinator, the offensive coaches, got together with the offensive line and the backs and everyone, saying, hey, this is what we need to do protection wise. Here's the changes. This is what we like in the run game. What do you guys like? So they asked that, and I said it on the broadcast. Then the, the key to whatever is said in the locker room making a difference, in my opinion, is really that first drive is really critical. Because if you have success there, it's the momentum that kind of carries you throughout, especially when you're down. And so they, got, they had immediate success based on what they discussed in the locker room. And then it just kind of, you know, confidence begets confidence, success begets success. And next thing you know, you're, you know, this rolling, you know, avalanche that just keeps on gaining momentum and you see what that's what ha- that's what happens. Hey, on one of those field goals, did they ha- were they going to run some trick play yes. with DD Westbrook? Yeah. So, um they it was uh it was the ga- it was the one to go in that made it a 6-point game. So it was right before the Broncos got the ball and went and scored the touchdown. It's fourth down and they tried a, like to sneak a guy on the sideline. And so everyone runs off, but DD didn't run off the field. He stopped right on the sideline. The rest of the field goal team lined up and lined up, you know, to kick the field goal. And it's one of those plays that Doug Marone said they're watching. If they did not recognize that DD was sitting on the field, which our entire radio booth missed except for one person. Um, I won't mention who that person was, me. Um, the they snap the ball, and uh, the punter will throw it to Didi, and they'll walk in touchdown. If the guy walks out even halfway, call timeout, reset, kick the field goal. And that's what they did. Hmm. How about that? Well, trickery. Like trickery. That. Didn't work, though. Let's move on. At Real Steve Hassan asking, what can be done to prevent penalties caused by the offensive line? They had a bunch yesterday. I mean, this is a general question, but 
Uh, some false starts. What kind of okay holdings false this start, year? No reasons for false starts. That's a pre-snap penalty. It's mental. Now, it can be exasperated or um, be pushed towards happening if you're on the road and it's loud and you're playing a real good player because now you get anxious and you're trying to jump the count. That's what those happen. That's what happened there. As far as holding and and other stuff. It's part of the game. I mean, that's technique. The better, the more technique, the better your technique is, the less penalties you'll have because you'll be in the right position. But sometimes it just happens. You're playing against a good player. Things happen. It goes fast. Officials see something. Like the Linder hold. Linder had a holding penalty at the end of the game, the one Pete was talking about where he, he thought they should just take a knee. And by the rule, like, if you really technically wanted to say, is it a whole – well, his hands were outside. Were outside the, the shoulder. Right, his hands got outside. But here's the thing. It happens all the time. I can show you a 1,000 plays. It doesn't. They usually only call that if the hands are outside and you restrict the movement of the player. Well, he was moving his feet were in front of the player, and as soon as the player got outside his body, he let go. So, like, more times than not, you're not going to see that call. The way you clean that up is just – you know, Linder has to have a little better technique, but that's a, that's a ticky tack one. And then there's others that you know are blatant. What's he got to do, Tony, on that? Instead of get his hand, I mean, his hands got outside, but get get his body outside of him first, kind of going that way. No, he's got. I mean, his footwork was fine. He just missed on his hands, so they were outside. So the only way to correct it, I mean, he, what he was trying to do is just keep his body in front of him because then they typically don't call it, and you release if he gets going, and he did that. I mean, if you really want to do it right, you got to get your hit your spot the first time, and if you miss your spot, then you got to replace your hands as you're running your feet. It's not easy. So you got to bring your hands back inside quickly. That's right. All right. Especially the play side one. The back side one doesn't right. matter as much. It's that play side right. one because they see any movement and they see that hand there, they're going to call it. Right. But they usually don't if your body's with them. And I thought he, I thought he released it in time. And the other one, they called in Jawan Taylor. That was a that was a Von Miller penalty. It wasn't a penalty where he where Minshew scrambled outside and hit the first down. Yeah, I didn't think that was a penalty at all. He doesn't. First of all, he's in great position. He's blocking Von Miller. So now Minshew does makes it so hard on him because you don't know where the quarterback is. He starts running out, and the guy releases, and your natural reaction is to grab him, so he doesn't release. Shawan Taylor doesn't. He actually lets go. And they called the penalty like they were expecting it. That was one of those calls, the officials throwing the flag, expecting the right tackle to hold Von Miller. It's kind of like the J.J. Watt one a couple weeks ago. Exactly. Right? The same yeah. thing. That's, yeah. That was a terrible call, by the way. Terrible. Yeah, I didn't, think, I didn't think that was a very good call at all. Now, some of them, like Cam, he's like hand massaging his, <laughs> like, Bradley Chubb. It was, I could have called it from the bot, the booth. And like me, Cam's a tall guy. And you have to really pay attention because tall guys, you get your hand, you get high hands when you're punching, and you get your high hands, you get them into the face mask. Today, like in the old days, you could like if you hit the face mask and got it, got, got them off, you're they okay. wouldn't call it. Now they would have called. I mean, in 1930, <laughs> when you could basically kill somebody on the football field, <laughs> they would have called Cam for hands to the face. That's how bad it was. Um, but you got to be smart. And so that's just hand placement. It's just reps. And so that's how you fix penalties. 
All right, we saved a doozy for the last one. Oh, no. You're going to love this one. This is from Camo904. Is the only way to please Jalen Ramsey and Telvin Smith to fire Tom Coughlin? If so, will that rejuvenate the team? Well, I got an that's answer. Moron- for that. That's moronic. Not an answer. That's a dumb question. That's my answer. The team is. It's really dumb. It's they a really won. dumb question. They won yesterday. They're two and two. They, they won. Go tweet that at somebody else. I mean, I don't care. I mean, I don't, that's a dumb question. They're two and two. I'm not answering that question. JPP, you want to go ahead? I think it's a dumb I'll question. I'll answer it. It's a dumb question. And, he, you know, like, you don't. You don't well, that's what I said. That's not answering. Players by getting rid of front office executives. It's stupid. Dumb why, question. Why don't we bring up Telvin Smith anyway? What in the world? That's like eons ago. It has nothing to do with this right now. Who, who is he? I don't remember him. I don't even know what that question has anything to do with it. Why are we talking about either of those guys? They had nothing to do with the game this weekend. Well, Jalen was on the sideline. Okay, that's great. I hope he plays this week. Like, is and why like fire Tom? Did, did, uh, is that so? Is that question like assuming the reason that Telvin's not playing or Jalen requesting trades because of Tom Coughlin? Is that what he's saying? Why would you, yeah, why yeah, would you try to please guys? Well, well t- supposedly Jalen and Tom Coughlin don't get along. Well, uh, okay. I, I, it's a dumb. I'm not. Let's move on. Move on. It's right. a dumb question. Wow. But no, no, you shouldn't fire Tom Coughlin for that. I told you it was a doozy. The last one. We'll talk about that. We're gonna have to edit. I'm gonna have to edit you. We're <laughs> back in a moment. <laughs> oh, you're gonna edit now. Yeah, I'm you're gonna edit editor. You. I mean, I'm uh, the editor. Editor, producer, talent. What else? What can he do? He well, it's it my all. show. I thought you were gonna leave the last hour and a half. It's my show. You were leaving. Why was I leaving? Because you said you were gonna leave and let no, us I, talk I about Jalen Ramsey for an hour and a half. If you want to, go ahead. I'll leave right now. We said do it. You didn't leave. Well, because the people started texting me oh, saying, please the don't people, leave. Oh, the people. The people. Your so quarterback. Nobody, everybody people. wants you out. Oh, they said, you're abysmal, Pete. <laughs> that was Brunel. He texted me, too. <laughs> We're back in a moment. We'll go over the AFC South yesterday when we come back. And a little later, we'll go around the National Football League. All the games yesterday in the NFL. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. Hi, I'm Josh Lambo. Do you like football? Lambo drills it. You love your little furball? Interested in helping homeless pets? If you answered yes to any of these questions, you'll want to sign up for Pet Paradise's Points for Pets program. Each time a field goal is made at a Jacksonville Jaguars home game this season, you will receive $3 to use at any Pet Paradise location, and we'll also donate $3 to help North Florida homeless pets. Visit jaguars.com slash petparadise to sign up and let us give your furry friend an unforgettable visit. Hey, Jaguars fans, Hilton Hotels of Orlando and the Jacksonville Jaguars are giving you the opportunity to win the ultimate fan experience plus a two-night stay in Orlando. By going to jaguars.com slash Hilton, you can enter to win a chance to attend a Jags game VIP style with club seats, pregame sideline passes, postgame press conference access, and a two-night stay at an Orlando Hilton hotel. All you have to do to win Hilton's ultimate fan experience is visit jaguars.com slash Hilton to enter. Entrance must be 21 years or older. Void where prohibited. Visit site for full terms and conditions. 
Did you hear? The last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here, letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any DreamFinders Homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. DreamFinders Homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle. At ViStar, we believe in better, better convenience, so members can bank any way they want, whether it's at a branch, on a mobile device, or at one of more than 20,000 fee-free ATMs across North America. We believe that people have better things to do with their time. If you believe that convenience is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. The game plan this season is to save you thousands during the Game Plan for Savings event at Jack Hanania's Acura of Orange Park. Choose from our huge selection of new and certified pre-owned Acuras. Go long with no payments till next year or tackle interest rates with 0% financing available. Score a new Acura and save thousands during the Game Plan for Savings event at Jack Hanania's Acura of Orange Park. In-store, online at acuraoforangepark.com. I was going to be live with a proof on a select vehicle. See dealer for details. We're back. Jaguars happy hour continues. J.P. Shadrick, Pete Prisco, Tony Baselli. Jags win 26-24 yesterday in Denver to improve to 2-2. Two and two. It's time for our look around the AFC South. Let's start with the standings now after week four. And, hey, guess what? After a quarter of the season, everybody's neck and neck. Two and two across the board. The Jags officially are in third place because they have a division loss. But uh, it's obviously uh, going to come back around at some point. All two and two records. Here we go after a quarter. So are we going to do the – how do we want to do this? Do we want to do the power rankings now or do we want to wait? Let's do it. Let's do power rankings. Go ahead, Pete. Hey, by first. the way, if they don't go for two in Houston, they'd probably be three and one in the first place. Uh, right. You don't know that. You don't know what's going to happen in uh, overtime. I wouldn't have gone for two either, but that's a stupid comment by you. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. You don't know, Pete. You have no I idea. I mean, they could I know. Been. I can see the future. If you could flip a loss to a win and keep everything else the same, they would literally be three and one. <laughs> okay. But you can't. Well, yes. if they were to beat the Chiefs too, they'd be four and zero, oh, right? And one of the best teams in the AFC, and probably top three in the power rankings. If if and buts were candy and nuts, you know the rest. Yeah, that's right. Go ahead, Pete. Give me your power rankings. <laughs> one, uh, nobody. Two. <laughs> no, yeah, <you're laughs> I mean, if they're all together, aren't they? I I, aren't I, I, got, I got a list. Give me your list. Uh, okay, I probably. Ooh, I mean, you probably have to put Jacksonville number one right now after what happened this weekend. No, I wouldn't. Ooh. No, Texans number one. They beat them, right? Correct. By an Texans inch. Texans one, Jaguars two, Colts three, Titans four. Wrong. Let me tell you the right ranking. I'll start from the bottom up. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Number four is easy. It's the Titans. Okay, Tennessee. Yeah, they're only two in the division. We beat them. Uh, Colts beat them. You know, that's right. the way it goes. I mean, that was easy. That was that's easy. easy. All right, three. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to go the Colts are number three. Indianapolis, okay. It's looking the same as Pete's so far. Yeah, right now it's exactly did, the same did, as mine. Because uh, Indy and Houston have not played yet. 
No. No. Um, but I'm having questions a little bit. I'm, I'm to let the Oakland Raiders come into your house and do that. I know. Yeah. No, no Malik Hooker, no Darius Leonard, though. I don't care. You couldn't move the ball on a bad defense. So, I got questions there. Number three, or number two. Sorry, I'm going backwards. All right, so number four was Tennessee. Number three is Indy. Number two now is next. Is the Houston Texans. Okay. They're the third team. They got beat by the Carolina Panthers. It'll be cemented when we go beat the Panthers. And by the way, I'll talk about whether I'm going to lock it or not in the next segment. I locked last week. I'm 2-1 and one with locks, 1-0 and oh with double locks. So it's trending in the right direction. So far, I mean, you've got to beat Tennessee a second time. No, it's done. It's over. Oh, you're, no, you're no you still have to beat Tennessee a second right. time. Right. The lock is not. It's, it's, already, it's not a lock. It was a double lock. It's, it's, a, it's, it's still out there. It's in the win column right now. No, we won the first no it's not. It's yeah. not in not the how win it works. column right now. Yeah, it's, it's in the hanging in the balance column. It's not it's in, in a column. column. It's right in the fence no, of, of win and not win. No, you're wrong. Okay, so the Texans are two. They lost the Panthers. The reality is we're better than they are. We went for two. We lost. We, one play. It was the first game this kid's ever started. Minshew was just getting warmed up. The run game. We weren't focused on it. We focused. Look what happens. We're better than the Texans. We've won two in a row. They've lost one in a row. Two wins is better than one loss. We're number one. They're number two. We're at the top of the power rankings. My well, guess how come it, when I said it that way, you, you poo-pooed it? Because I didn't want you to take my thunder. <laughs> <laughs> I take your thunder every time we're on this show. <laughs> what are you talking about? So you have it exactly the same way I do. No, you had no conviction. If you had real conviction, Pete, you would have kept it that way. You're wishy-washy. You, no, ride, the wishy-washy. you ride the fence. You ride the fence a lot. I read your stuff, Pete. It's you're, fa- you're the you're the home you're the homer. I'm you're, not. That's you're, a fa- you're, you're a fence rider. No. Wait, wait a second. You just said I took your stuff. Now you're now you're not the homer. I am. What side of the fence no, are you on? I, I'm doing you're it just, for you're literally doing it for. You're doing it because you're a fan. No, no, because I believe. You're waving a pom-pom. I believe, Pete. Because I'm right. Literally, you just, like, exemplified what the fence writer's all about. You, within one sentence, went from one side to the other side of what teams you're picking and why you're picking. No, I said Jaguars won Houston 2, Tennessee 3. No, you did not. Indy 3 and Tennessee 4. No, you're not. No. And you copied my paper like you always did. I didn't copy yours. You said Houston won. You're the you're the kid in school that can't do your own work. You look over at the kid next to his paper every single every oh. single time. At SC, wrote every paper. Never had anyone write a paper for me. No tutors, didn't pay anyone, no girlfriend. I wrote every one of my papers. That worked That's, out well. That, let's find those. Uh, by the way, <laughs> academic All-American, postgraduate scholarship uh, recipient from the, uh, f- uh, the Football Foundation, National Football Foundation. Then how come JP writes all your little 10-second lines? That's a great question. You? I was about to bring that up. That's not a paper. That's out of need of time and energy and focus. So I let JP write them. And he owes me dinner. So, <laughs> and he owes me dinner. So, so my time's not as valuable as yours is what you're saying. Oh, not even close. I mean, that. everyone knows that. I remember that. Next <laughs> time. Next time. Hey, JP, next time. If we knew somebody at USC that could find us at least one or two of those papers, oh, my God, it would be priceless. It would be. Pete, academic All-American. Hey, it's a postgraduate good... recipient. It's National a... Football Foundation. Yeah, they give you grades in college. No. You play football. 
I graduated from the business school with real estate finance. I mean, come on. I'm a numbers person, baby. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's it's all true. Yeah, it's a good thing. It's act. I'm, listen, nothing My I'm talking about. Tony Baselli. No. I play football for the USC Trojans. I am also in this class. Please give me an A for this paper. You got it, son. <laughs> Honestly, that's not true. <laughs> I mean, it's a good thing he had the academic national title because all they went to was the Freedom Bowl for two years. Not true. Cotton went to the Cotton Bowl. Thank you very much. <laughs> Sun Bowl. Don't forget the Sun Bowl, JP. How could you forget the Sun Bowl in El Paso? Let's come back. Um, I, listen, everything I said is true. What Pete just said is a lie. <laughs> we'll go around the National Football League in week number four. And we got to talk about the Carolina game. We got to lock it. I gotta, we got to decide what we're doing right now after the break. We'll do it. Or right after the break then. Whatever now. you say, Mr. Baselli, sir. Producer. Mr. Producer Baselli, writer, editor. Oh, you, pride you, of the Jaguars left tackle. You probably right most of Academic All-American. Yes, that's a fact. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. Proven IT implements a strategic game plan designed to streamline your business for maximum results. Make the winning choice with the official business systems partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Proven IT. Proven IT's technology experts use a customized approach to understand how to design, implement, and monitor solutions that optimize your business. Proven IT provides managed network services, document management solutions, office technology, voice and data solutions, and more. Visit ProvenIT.com to see how they can streamline your business. Proven IT, transforming workplace productivity. How would you like to see your child roaming the same field as our Jacksonville Jaguars? Well, you can if your child is selected as Daly's kickoff kid. One Daly's kickoff kid is chosen before every Jaguars home game to run onto the field and retrieve the tee after the Jaguars kickoff. Your child will also be on the field for the game's official coin toss. Winners receive four club seats, pregame field passes, an autographed Jaguars football, and lots of awesome treats from Daly's. Register your child today at jaguars.com forward slash Daly's KOK. Kessler Creative, proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, has the large format printing services running in high gear, creating large banners for marketing events, full vehicle ramps. Learn how Kessler changes the game with print and direct mail innovation. From eye-catching restaurant menus to real estate yard signs and event displays, Kessler does it all. Kessler Creative, Jacksonville, Florida. Results-driven marketing and a proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hi, I'm Josh Lambeau. Do you like football? Lambeau drills it. You love your little furball? Interested in helping homeless pets? If you answered yes to any of these questions, you'll want to sign up for Pet Paradise's Points for Pets program. Each time a field goal is made at a Jacksonville Jaguars home game this season, you will receive $3 to use at any Pet Paradise location, and we'll also donate $3 to help North Florida homeless pets. Visit jaguars.com slash petparadise to sign up and let us give your furry friend an unforgettable visit. 
Okay, so we're here to see who's going to go for the win. First off, Molly took it to the next level with the chairs and the coolers. Here comes Emma, bringing it with those killer boots and that portable grill. Oh my, I think she's going for it. Um, Mom, I think the hot dogs are on fire. Hold on, honey. Ladies, where did you go to get ready for the game? Steinmart. Visit any one of our six locations in Jacksonville for all your tailgating needs as we proudly support the Jaguars this season. Steinmart. Saving is a beautiful thing. We're back, Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Baselli, Pete Prisco. We're going to go around the national football. We were going to do something first, though, weren't we? Well, let's that? talk about the uh, Carolina game real quick. Yeah, um, coming up this week, week five. So, uh, very good defense. I'm, I, I've not done the tape study yet, but I covered them two Thursdays ago when they played Tampa. They lost to Tampa. Uh, they lost because uh, Cam Newton uh, was not very good. They're better right now with Kyle Allen. He's playing pretty well. He's won two in a row. Uh, and the whole team's playing better. I think you can run against them a little bit. Tampa Bay did. And uh, not in huge yards, but I think there's some opportunities there. And uh, it'll be interesting. I think it's a great opportunity. It's going to be a tough matchup. Chris McCaffrey's one of the best backs. He might be the best all-around back in football. All-around? Better than Kamara? Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah, I think I'd take him really? over Right now he is. Yeah. Wow. Better than Saquon when he's healthy. He's the healthy. ultimate air back. Uh, Saquon I, when he's healthy. No, I'd probably take Saquon over McCaffrey. But, but right McCa- now, he's the number one, though. Yeah, because Saquon's out. But if Saquon's right. healthy, yeah, I'd take, I'd take Saquon. But it's close. And Yeah, I mean, McCaffrey's – go look at his numbers. Flip he's, a coin, he, basically. He's, like, doing stuff that no one's done since, like, Jim Brown. Um, so, tough matchup on the road. It's the, you know, it's back, a, to back, back to back road games. Which back is to back tough. road games. It's a rivalry based on when we came in the league together. Is it? Yeah. I mean, just from a it? historical standpoint. Players don't care about no, that. No, the players don't. I'm just saying just historical. There's like, there's like some history there. Um, what, that you came in the league together in 1995? Hey, JP, don't ruin this. I don't say stuff about I'm your stupid questions. I'm just asking a question. See, JP Night wasn't football. around for that. It used to be like they, they compare each other to each other all the time. Yes. Okay. Right. Right, Joe? Thank you. Tony's right. All right. All I know is that when we go there, they're going to have 25 patches on their jerseys, yeah, too. Yeah, like, there's okay. like some history there, okay, so shut sure. up. All right, good. Ruining the whole thing. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I think this team has a ton of momentum. So do they, though. We've won two in a row. They've won a two in a row. We started 0-2. They started 0-2. Everyone was burying the Jaguars. Everyone was burying them. We have our backup quarterback. They have their backup quarterback. We have a back that was drafted ahead of their back. It's a great matchup. I think the Jags go down there. They lay the smack down. Smack. 27-17 Jaguars. They're going to score 27 points on that defense. Wow. Yep. Wow. That that defense has, what, 14 sacks the last two weeks. Okay. Is it a lock? Wow. I can't lock 27. I will lock 21-17. That's the lock. Jaguars. But th- my gut says something about 27 for the Jags. So, if but- they get 27 on that defense and win, then you're going to come in here next Monday and you're going to say there's no way they could take Minshew out. So, Joe just made a good point. It might be just because Leonard Fournette at the big game, he's number 27. That's why I was in my head. So, I, like, I, I can lock 21 17. 
I'm two and one in locks right now. I'm hot. They're gonna win. Quit avoiding the question that Pete just asked. If they, you know, you're not want to take him out. They score 27 next week. It's a lock. I locked it. Minshew. It's 21 17. The lock. You're gonna keep Minshew in after that, then. I'm two and one in the lock. That's what we're going with. <laughs> hey, by the way, that pass rush, they better block. They better block it. But here's the other thing. I think Jacksonville can get after the quarterback next week. I'm not. A, I'm not enamored with that offensive. Boom! I, I, I mean, Tampa absolutely annihilated him. Yep. Um, but you got to stop. Playing little now at left tackle. Yeah, too. he's he's better at left tackle than uh, the kid uh, who was really Williams. right tackle. Would you call Williams. them a Would you call them abysmal? No. Since that's the no. hot word tonight. No. Uh, <laughs> you got to stop McCaffrey, man. And they got two fast receivers outside. DJ Moore and yeah, Chris Samuel, Samuels. Samuel and Moore can both run. They can fly. They're good tight end. They're good. They're better. I, I don't care what anyone says. I've seen them both. I've seen them with uh, Cam. I've seen them with Kyle Allen. They're better with Kyle Allen than right. they are with Cam Newton. All right, well, so they're, Pete, better with the, they're better with Kyle Allen than they are with a broken down Cam. They're that's not what I'm saying. With, right. As it stands right now, yes. Right now. All right, so, Tony, you locked no, it. No, Pete, no. are you going to lock it? No, Pete doesn't lock anything. He has no, no guts. He's a fence it. rider. He's a they'll fence win. rider. I think he'll win, though. Fence rider. Let's uh, touch on some of the games around the National Football League. Yesterday, the Browns got their second win. Nick Chubb scored three times in the game for Cleveland. Baltimore has hey. given a lot of points the last two weeks in that Baltimore, defense. And they give up a lot of yards to Arizona, too, yeah. the week before that. Baltimore's defense isn't the same. It's not very good right now. They're not what they think they are. No. Patriots over the Bills, 16-10. This could have gotten away from uh, the Bills, but they kind of stuck around after an interception near the goal line early. 16-10, though, Patriots 4 great, Two great defenses, by the way. Great defenses. And, and you know what? They, they actually – the defense actually limited Tom Brady the entire game. I mean, they destroyed him. Buck 16 uh, for the air. Bad, three bad – two bad interceptions. Two really bad ones. And he took the shot, man. That was a vicious shot. And we were watching that game early, Pete. Allen could not hit the broadside of a barn. No, he like was his terrible. First, his first seven throws weren't even close. But you know what, though, Tony? You know how it is when you play the, that Patriots defense. They show those young quarterbacks so many different things. Their head starts spinning. They're good. That secondary is playing as good as any Patriots secondary ever has, by the way. Better ever. than uh, with Harrison and Ty Law? Think about, yes, because think about this. Gilmore, arguably the best corner in the league. Okay. McCourty on the other side's out playing him. The nickelback is playing right next to as well as both of them. And Devin McCourty is playing out of his mind. Wow. wow. What a statement. So Jason McCourty's out playing Stefan Gilmore right now. Yes. I haven't watched yesterday's tape, but up until last yesterday he was. Okay. I'm doing New England in uh, next week. Go to New England. We got the, uh, a game that looked like a dog three weeks ago, four weeks ago. Uh, Patriot Giants. I think it could be a fun game. Although, yeah. Daniel Jones going against a Belichick defense, rookies don't fare very well. Mm-mm. Yeah, because if the Giants beat the Vikings this week, they're 3-2 and two, and yeah. they play them at home. Correct. Uh, well, the Chiefs got a 13-play touchdown drive and scored with 20 seconds to go to knock off the Lions yesterday, 34-30. Well, and they had the big – and, Pete, I didn't see the end of it, but it sounded like Mahomes had a big fourth-and-eight scramble to extend the drive. Yeah, they were disjointed yesterday a little bit. It didn't look – and, Tony, you'll know this, too, but the interior of the Kansas City offensive line could be a problem going forward. Uh, it just showed up a little bit yesterday. He was getting flushed out of the pocket on the interior. And, you know, not having Mitch Morse in there and, and the, the left guard's not that good, that could be a problem going forward for him. I wonder if they go uh, back to – because they've kind of rotated a little bit, and uh, I can't think of the kid's name, but if they go back to the Florida State uh, – uh, Cam Irving. Cam Irving, who uh, was the left guard – 
Well, he's starting left tackle now because Fisher's out. Oh, when did Fisher get hurt? Two weeks ago. I didn't know that. I stopped paying attention. And he's not. Good, and he's not good either. Cam Irvin at no, left he, tackle. No. How how long is Fisher out for? Another couple of weeks, I think. I got them in three weeks in Denver. Chargers Dolphins was tied ten ten. Then the Chargers scored twenty unanswered to run away with it. Chargers are the are the most beat up team in the NFL. It's unreal. Every year you say the same thing, right? It's out of control. They've lost three tight ends. They had their two top uh, after Keenan Allen. They had two uh, Benjamin and Mike Williams out. They're, they have uh, like Derwin James and Jenkins, the guy who replaced them, are both out. They have like four DBs out. Um, Okun hasn't played all year. No left tackle. They signed on Thursday or Friday two uh, off the street uh, uh, wide receivers that had to play yeah. on Sunday. Yeah, it's terrible. Melvin Gordon's coming back, though. <laughs> yeah. We'll see how he, how he plays when he gets back in the line. Miami's Jets- awful, by the way. They're not going to win. Do you think they're going 0 16? Well, they, unless they beat the Jets at home. That's the, or, or the Red. They play the Redskins in a couple weeks. That could be this first start for Haskins. Giants knocked off the Redskins 24 3. Speaking of the Redskins, the Seahawks over the Cardinals 27 10. Seahawks. I've, Cardinals I've seen, are bad. I've seen bits and pieces of it. I'm not buying into what they're doing, Pete. No, I think there's a little bit of a predictability with that offense. You know, it's not it's not like college. You don't just you got to do a lot of different things. I think it's pretty predictable. And Kyler, and by the way, he, when looks, he takes a snap, he runs about twenty yards behind the line of scrimmage, starts running around. It's unbelievable. He looks so. He, does he look like really small out there? Or is it just me? Yeah, he's yeah. tiny. Three more games here. Bucks over the Rams, fifty-five Crazy. to forty. What Never picked that world. one. Never picked that one. Trouble in paradise in L.A. The Bears over the Vikings, 16-6, to and then uh, a real barn burner in the Dome last night in New Orleans, 12-10 to Saints over the Cowboys. I was on an I airplane. I guess we could stop the Cowboys' uh, greatest show on turf, put Dak Prescott, give him a $45 million contract talk, right? And, and make Kel- quick. And make Kellen Moore the head coach. By the way, one quick thing, Jaguars-related, Byron Leftwich called a hell of a game yesterday. Good for him. Byron's a good dude. I saw him on Thursday night uh, root for guys like that. Head coach coming, head coach and waiting. Time for Monday Night Football. It's a horrible matchup of crappy teams in the AFC North. The Cincinnati Bengals are the Cincinnati Bengals. They head to Pittsburgh to face a Steelers team trying to figure it out without Big Ben. It's a battle of 0-3 teams, and somebody's O has got to go. Who you got tonight? That was very negative. Um, It's in uh, Heinz Field in in Pittsburgh. Uh, I don't know. Neither team's Andy any good. Andy Dalton in prime time. That's all you need to know. He's terrible in prime time. You got to take the Steelers. All right, I'll take the Steelers because Mason Rudolph is so good in prime time. Well, we don't know that. We don't know what he can do in prime time. We know what Andy Dalton can do in prime time, and it's nothing. If, Pete, if the Bengals win, does Tomlin go on the hot seat at 0-4? Ooh. Not without his quarterback. You think he's safe no matter what, huh? Yeah. So they end up 4-12. and They fire no, Tomlin? He, he's safe. Just because the quarterback's hurt. Now, if he goes 4-12 and 12 next year with the quarterback coming back, then I think he's gone. Okay. They don't ever make changes in Pittsburgh, ever. They don't. I, I'm just curious. I'm not saying they should. I'm just wondering what the state of the franchise, what's the state of the fan base and the Roonies in Pittsburgh? Sounds like they're going to keep him around for a while. I thought your intro was negative. I didn't, oh, I didn't yeah, appreciate it. Because it they're negative. both. It's a bad game. No, it's negative. a terrible there's game. Not a win, it's, there's it's, not a win between them. The intro was honest. You don't know if it's a bad game. What if they come out and play? Oh, the game a, might be nice. 31 28. Doesn't mean the teams aren't crappy. Bad teams. Yeah. 
Okay, was the Denver Jag game a good game yesterday, Pete? Yes. Watching, entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, but one of those teams, it, it was decent game. And one and two against zero and three by winning. It was a good football game, though. I don't buy this stuff. What you guys are selling? Okay. How many wins between these teams tonight? Zero. <laughs> None. They're gonna have Why? one after tonight. Uh, Pete, we'll talk to you. All right, guys, take care. Pete Briscoe, hey, Pete. CBS Sports. Tony Baselli of Jaguars fame. Yes, it's me. Our entire crew, I'm J.P. Shadrick. Thank you for watching and listening today. Jags win 26-24 over the Broncos. The Jags 2-2 two two headed to Carolina next week. We'll talk to you next time. It's Jaguars happy hour on the Jaguars digital network.